Hey guys, welcome to Spencer Talks About Stuff. There are no amendments today. For Spencer's favorites, I want to give another shout out to Andrade's Mexican Restaurant on Overland in Boise. They are using this weekend to move everything over to their new location across the street. They are now taking reservations for next week. If you have not tried them, now is the perfect time in their brand new location on Overland and Orchard. Once again, that is Andrade's Mexican Restaurant in Boise. Please subscribe to Spencer Talks About Stuff and leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Scroll to the bottom of my page on Apple Podcasts and click on the five stars. Spencer Talks About Stuff is also now live on Spotify and Stitcher. Without further ado, here's episode 22. Welcome to episode 22 of Spencer Talks About Stuff. Today, I have a very special guest. What do they call you? The voice of the Treasure Valley? Uh, that's what the big voice guy says. Yeah, that's <laughs> uh, th- that's what they say. I, I don't know if I was actually ever dubbed that by yeah. any publication, but <laughs> it sounded good and he read it. Yeah, yeah. All right. I have Nate Shellman. Nate is the host of the Nate Shellman Show on KBOI Boise. How you doing? I'm, I'm good. Where's good. Well, now? I already cracked open. Okay, mine. you already cracked yours, so I'm All gonna right. crack mine too. Because see, okay, I, I got uh, I got two chiladas, two kinds of chiladas, <laughs> uh, Modelo and Bud Light, and the reason I love these, and I, I never had micheladas in oh, Cleveland. Yeah. So there's there's no, you know, there's no population that even knows what this is. Yeah, yeah. So then I come here and I and I just, you know somebody gave me a michelada and I'm like, oh, this is fantastic. Cheers. Cheers. Well done. And it's a perfect pool drink. It's great. It is amazing. And my wife and I are very obsessed with um, what they call a bloody beer. I mean, yep, I, yep, yep. Spicier, mm-hmm. so which uh, which is what I'll get when you know I, I I got somebody that has no idea what a Michelada is. I'm just yeah. give, give me a Bud Light and some Bloody Mary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it. if you need to move the whole stand closer to you, you can. Oh, I'm good, man. Okay, I'm good. Awesome. Um, yeah. So I I listened to your show at three thirty. Uh huh. You had on a state representative who mm-hmm. also works for Central District Health. Yeah, she's on the board for uh, Megan. Uh, Representative Megan Blanksma is also on the board for Central Di- District Health. And she's one of the conservative voices on Central District Health. And I, I told you to tune in around then because I knew exactly what I was going to talk about. Yeah. Because there's somebody <laughs> on, I'm sure you get this all the time, man. So it's just, you know, a bunch of muscle heads, bunch of, you know, bunch of guys lifting, you know, lifting iron, pumping yeah. iron, do whatever. <laughs> it's, it's quad day. And hey, you're, if, if you're worried about pissing off a whole population of people, that's how you do it. Sweet. Okay. So <laughs> I'll speak slower. But some of the, so so some guy on the board of health is like, hey, I, I, we need to meet next week and talk about the closing of the gyms. And I I was like, wait a second, I'm in the news. I work at a news station. I yeah. work next to a newsroom. Um, I know that there's outbreaks in you know in, in in senior homes. I know there's outbreaks. Apparently, there was ten people that went from bar hopping to bar hopping. That's why we don't have bars. I don't remember the rash of. Jim COVIDs, Jim COVID positives here in Ada County. I think gyms are so paranoid, especially the privately owned gyms that are smaller. Mm-hmm. I own a gym in Boise. No. <laughs> um, Do you even live, bro? I'm sorry. <laughs> I couldn't help it. So so we are so cautious about everything. We're cautious about cleaning up. We're cautious about yeah. you know, how we look, too, because if somebody comes into our gym that works for you know, I don't know the state or what, right. hospital or whatever investigative services is, is doing the, uh, <laughs> the checking up on everybody. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. So we, we have everybody wipe everything down literally after they use anything. And you're worried about airflow as well. 
right? And we have air circulation. Like you said, we have garage doors. We yep. have giant fans from Home Depot. So what's wrong with you people? I I don't understand. It. I have what what do I have? I have an hour and a half to do. What am I going to do? I don't know. I'm going to throw this one ton tire around the parking. <laughs> I lot don't know for how an hour. I don't know how tires got so synonymous with CrossFit uh, because we don't even own any tires and no gyms. I know. I I think they own them, but they just sit. Outside. All you got to do then is just go right out to Garden City, and they got a whole bunch <laughs> out there, right there by the uh, by the by the river. Which yeah. what are you talking about? Which one? Garden City. Yeah. No, they're just by the river. Uh, 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 <laughs> it's Garden City. They're, they're not, just everywhere. They're not cleaning them up. No. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, I. if we do the shutdown again, um, I would hope that they do something like the PPP again because that helped us out a ton, helped us keep paying our employees. See, I I want, I, I wish, I hope, when, when somebody comes up with an idea, which there's all kinds of ideas. Yeah. Okay. And, and I'm not a doctor. Um, you know, it's not like I'm married to a nurse or anything, <laughs> but, um, you know, mom was one. So I know a little bit about it. This is new. We're all trying to grab hold of it and trying to figure out, okay, what do we know so far? Who has the correct information for now Yeah. overall? Um, and go from there. And then, if you're going to make a reaction or if you're going to make a rule, let's make sure this rule is actually applicable. So I've said this before, and and, and you can you can agree that there was a point in time where I wasn't the uh, glorious uh, uh, display. I'm not Spec- even, specimen. I'm not even I'm not even telling a joke. You're already laughing. This sucks. <laughs> um, but the, yeah, there, there was a time when I actually did go to gyms and work out and and, and hang out in locker rooms and and I was actually on a team. It's not like I was just there staring, but. <laughs> And, and, and we all know that this stuff goes through locker rooms. This stuff goes through gyms. I mean, if it's the newest thing down the pike, everyone's going to get it. Yeah. Because we're all sitting on the same stuff and we're all breathing the same damp air and we're, you know, we're, we're just there. Wrestlers. Oh, yeah. Disgusting. Um, I'm just going to go down the list of your fans that I can tick <laughs> off segment by I, segment. I have, I have a very wide range of fans. So Sweet. You're going to piss them all off. That's great. <laughs> um, oh, wow. I get to swear a little bit too. No, yeah, I'll, you can I'll, swear. I'll, I'll keep this, it down to a minimum. Okay. Um, so I, I get it, and, and it's a real concern. So if you're going to make a rule and say, we're going to shut the gyms down, okay, Why? Well, the White House suggested it. Yeah. According to the Central District Health, the White House suggested it. And I'm like, well, okay, so this is breaking news. You guys actually read that stuff. It's a recommendation. See if that fits for you. Yeah. Every every one of those pill commercials that we see on the TV, see if whatever is right for you. Yeah. Okay, well, if there's no outbreak in gyms, there's no need to shut them down. Yeah. And, and I thought it was very interesting what she said. The biggest hotspots are with families and families that live with... The elderly, yeah, yeah, and which is a great excuse for anybody out there saying, "I'm sorry, honey, I can't come home tonight." <laughs> I know your in laws are coming in. I know my in laws are coming in. I can't come home. I, you know, the CDC said I really shouldn't hang out with yeah. family. Yeah, I don't want to get my. Gosh, is it your birthday this week? Oh my bad. <laughs> I'm gonna be in the hotel. Yeah, but. but <clears throat> We so we have some people who come to our gym, some gym okay. members who, when the coronavirus stuff started to happen, they put their accounts on hold because they kind of self, they put themselves into a category yeah. of high risk. Mm-hmm. And I thought that that was awesome that they did that. Fantastic. We've had one gym member that I know of that told us that he tested positive. Okay. And after that happened, we shut the gym down. Mm-hmm. We did a post on Facebook. We did an email to somebody. Everyone. Call in to my show from your gym today. 
I don't know. No, okay. No. Because somebody called in with the same exact story. That's one person tested I, positive and they shut it down, wiped everything down, yeah. steamed alcohol, all that stuff. Right? <laughs> and we, I mean, I thought that was the best thing we could do and not try to hide it because, you know. It's the only thing you can do. Yeah, yeah. You know, the thing is, is I drink. I love drinking. Um, I mean, I do it all the time. They <laughs> asked me not to come back to that church, but... <laughs> You go to bars or you go to any bar, you go to any restaurant and they're wiping down the tables. They're wiping down the bar. They're wiping down the chairs. And that was before March. Yeah. Okay. It's, yeah. it's, it's not like they, something spills on bars all the time. It goes away. Okay. So stay six feet apart. Open the darn bars. Yeah. Just, just do it. Yeah. The, the, the rules that, that bother me are there. There's an exception to everything and I get the madness of it. You know, I, and I get why everybody's upset and you, you want to look at the people who are decision makers and say, okay, I, I know what you thought. Yeah. You know, we're guys, we have thoughts. And sometimes when we put those thoughts into actions, it doesn't come out exactly. Okay. That's not exactly what I had in mind. Yeah. Okay. Then say you were wrong and redo it. Yeah. That's what I don't understand. I, it gets to the point where there's so much ego involved. You don't want to admit mm. your faults. And it's the same in the political climate today, too. It's the same everywhere. Yeah. 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 So there, there's 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 a whole bunch of it. So it's all maddening. And I I, I got to a point a couple of weeks ago where I knew people wanted to talk about masks. Yeah. I just didn't stink and okay. want to talk about masks. If you want to shift topics uh-huh. because you're inundated with all this crap all the time, uh-huh. I loved what you did. I think maybe it was Friday. It was Rant and Rave Friday. Mm-hmm. And you were talking about Sasquatch the whole time. <laughs> Well, and and I didn't actually say we're not talking about mass. I'm talking about Sasquatch. Yeah, it was just a show because when I deliberately try to not talk about something, the audience hates me. Yeah, they, they just do. It's like, oh, he doesn't <laughs> want to talk about mass. We got to talk about mass. Yeah, we have to talk about mass. But it was such an it was such an interesting show. I didn't find out until about half an hour before last week's show that I was going to be outside in 104 degree heat. Oh, which is fantastic for fat people like me whoa, and, whoa. and electronics. You were at like an antique shop. Or I was, something? Yeah, I was at a, I was at a furniture store, and you know the guy's got a the guy spends a lot of money. He's got a section of the original um, uh, Eiffel Tower staircase oh, yeah, behind yeah. us. Yeah, and I was expecting some. I've done a couple of these. It's like, hey, we have original piece of uh, Abe Lincoln's log cabin, and you look at it, it's just a piece of wood, and you're like, okay, that that could have come from anywhere. I you know that's like the Berlin Wall. I feel like they do that with right. the Berlin Wall. Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. we got we got a brick from the Berlin Wall. No, you didn't. That's the original Cleveland Brown Stadium, <laughs> dummy. But no, this guy has this huge metal spiral staircase. Yeah. It's, it's got a plaque on it and everything. He's, awesome. he's, he spent so much money, and I'm like, oh wow, okay, this is a big deal. And did he buy it? Did he buy it? Yeah. Or was it gifted to him? No, or? he bought it. And did he buy it to put it at his shop so people would come and see it and shop at his shop? Oh, sure. Why not? I mean, when you buy it, you you have it. I mean, there's only so much you can do with it. <laughs> it's either that or you install it, which <laughs> I, I don't know the guy's house. Maybe he could. Or maybe you just put it outside. And, yeah, we put a we put a tree house on top of it. The grandkids love it. Is it like 20 feet tall like that? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. And, you know, there were people who were at the Eiffel Tower. You know, years ago, decades ago. Like, yeah. Wow, I just wanted to see these steps because I was on these steps in 1964. Wow. And people are bending my ear during commercial breaks, which is fantastic. Made for great radio to not go on air. <laughs> and sweet lady, and she's telling me all about France. And she's telling me who she was with. And I don't know if she was actually describing her husband or somebody she was cheating on her husband with or somebody she later on went she, to was on a, she was on a business trip whatever and she's telling me all about she's telling me about the smells of paris i mean she was so descriptive about paris i'm like 
I, I've been there now. Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, I, I can imagine this. Yeah. And I, and I said to her, do you want to tell this story on air? No, I, I just wanted to tell you this story. Yeah. Like, but <laughs> I don't, I mean, I'm good at my job, but I don't know if I could do, I don't know if I could recreate this. Yeah. Especially yeah. when I'm talking about the guy I'm with. It, it, it comes out weird. So, <laughs> so yeah, we talked about Sasquatch, um, which is just anytime I could talk about fun stuff like that. Cause that's what Friday's for. Yeah. There really wasn't anything pressing going on, on yeah. uh, last Friday. Um, which is nice. I, I think everybody pretty much says, all right, Friday's getaway day. We're, we're just going to look busy until mm, mm, three and yeah. then we're all going to leave. Yeah. Uh, except when your show's from three to six and we don't really get to do that. What happened today? Nothing. <laughs> so, so, so I was going to ask you about that yeah. too. So your, your show's on three to six mm-hmm. on six seventy AM. Mm-hmm. Um, you, do you, do you do something else throughout the day too? Or is this your full-time gig? Um, also the program director for the station. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. So I had no idea. Yeah. I was, I, I was named the program director of the station, uh, almost three years ago. Oh, wow. Yeah. Awesome. And it's, it's a job I swore I never would do again. Um, because it's, it's, I, I worry about the halo effect. I mean, it's not like I'm a great show host, but you know, when people say, oh, well, he's good at this. I guess he could do other stuff. Yeah. Well, program director is really just a whole bunch of reports and, a, you know, a whole bunch of schemes and you got to do a bunch of writing and a bunch of production. Okay, I like the writing and I like the production. All right, how many reports do I have to do? And so just, stuff you have to, like, submit to the FCC yeah, or? Like- no, no, it's just the other bosses. It's middle management. It's not even that. It's lower management. Um, <laughs> I'm, not even, I'm not even underselling it. <laughs> so it's just it's it, you know the, the bosses want you to do a report on this and the bosses want you to do a report on that and you just roll your eyes and go at, at what point do I get to work on radio today? yeah, yeah. And, and you know something doesn't work and you got to deal with that and um, somebody's having a problem with somebody else and you got to go deal with that and just it's awful yeah but um, but but it's it's cool because I actually am blessed with KBOI to have inherited something that was built up over time and that the company's invested in. And yeah. I'm, I'm not selling you a line. I've been drinking. So, <laughs> you know, it, it, it's just an AM station, but it's for just an AM station. It's still incredibly powerful. It's still incredibly interactive. And it's still a part of the culture in, in Boise where it people still want to be a part of it. I mean, Chris Walton's been there for over 30 years now. Wow. Yeah. And, if gosh, you talk about a guy that you should get on air, he's, he's get on here. Um, he's, he's brilliant. I mean, you could ask him almost any topical random question and he'll know the answer to it. Yeah. Just, I mean, when I do, when the bars reopen again, they do trivia nights. Yeah. I'm going to drag him out of his house. Yeah. yeah. Go, We're playing trivia because I want a bar tip. Yeah. He doesn't even drink. <laughs> Um, my Casper is fun. Uh, just watching his transition from from going. I mean, and he did talk radio before. People don't think of morning shows as talk radio, but it is. They just don't play as much music. Yeah. They're still taking calls and they're still doing a topic. But now he gets to be on a mail based station where he doesn't have to worry about being the the funny guy, you know, that the females like. He's like, no, you, you get to talk about gambling. You get to talk about having cigars. You, yeah. you get to talk about being a being a Bronco fan, yeah. being a husband, being a grandfather, and all that stuff. You, know, you, you get to talk about all that cool stuff. Because this is all inherited from Paul J. Schneider. It's all inherited from the, the, the program directors before. It's all inherited from, um, you know, just, just all of the greats that KBOI had decades before I got here yeah. to now. And that foundation is solid. It is solid. How long was Paul J. there? 51 years. Wow. Holy 51 smokes. years. I don't know anyone that's done anything. 
50, seriously, I don't know any person that's done anything 51 years. Yeah, I feel like his his voice is ingrained in my head mm-hmm. from growing up in Boise and watching BSU games. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I, and I, I mean, he still comes to the station. He was just in the station yesterday. Okay. And he, he still has endorsements. I mean, the guy retired, and there's still companies <laughs> that say, no, we don't want anybody you guys have on now. We still want Paul J. Yeah, we want him to read for us. Which is great for him. He's like, what? okay, so I just have to read this, and you guys still give me stuff? Yeah. Sweet. Okay, where do I sign? <laughs> um but he's 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 so real, and that was that was the coolest part about coming here was, I mean I'm still I'm here twelve years, and my gosh it'll be it'll be thirteen, jeez, um it'll be thirteen in January, but when I when I got here we we went out to um went out to a bar went out to a bar restaurant went out to the Crescent, and he just you know I'm expecting this guy to just go okay noob. You know, let me tell you the way it's going to be. Yeah. You know, because you're used to that. You, you, I mean, in, in, you're used to the business. And he just sat there. The program director at the time had gone somewhere else. I don't know. And he just looked at me and said, um, you can retire here. There's room enough for all of us. You can retire here. This, wow. this, All of this can be yours. <clears throat> you know, he wasn't fighting me for it. He was like, let me tell you how I did it. Yeah. Do it your way. But uh, I, I, he never felt like he had to move anywhere because Boise grew 51 years. Yeah. I mean, you look at a picture from 51 years ago, and you're like, oh, wait, that used to be nothing. Okay, yeah. and, and now there was it's... A, there was a baseball stadium on campus at Boise State right. 50 years ago. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and, and you, you look at you look at what that field was. It wasn't even Boise State 50 years ago. Yeah. You know, it was, it was a community college. Yeah. Uh, junior uh, college. Junior college. Yeah. And you just look at all that cool stuff, and you think, wait a second, you lived it. Yeah. Okay, there's, there's nothing new. We um and I and and I had a chance to actually co-host a couple shows with them, just filling in for people. And there was a news story at the time. There was a somebody found a video reel somewhere. This unnamed news person was talking about Boise. I'm like, hey Paul J, do you know who that is? He's like, yeah, that's Sam Donaldson. Wow. I'm like, oh, okay. He's like, yeah, no, Sam Donaldson. He's like, and he went down this whole list, and they're talking about the uh, somehow we got on the. Uh, uh, the idea of the of the tunnels downtown. Yeah, and I'm like, okay. Our, my joke to him is, okay, Paul J, you, you remember fighting other people for this land? Yeah. Okay, I mean, yeah. you, you remember the Oregon Trail because you <laughs> had a covered wagon, you know. And it's always it's always the joke, and he, and he yeah. punches me every time. But how long does this go back? He's like, oh, this has been forever. But I could have sworn I've done this, and we he he's. He, He's still he's still very much there's still, there's a lot of pep in his step. Yeah, you know what I mean. Hey, how just, old is he? I have no idea. <laughs> I, 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 I'm seventy. Uh, yeah, seventy something. Yeah. Um, but I, he's, but he's a young seventy something. That's the thing. He's still he's still very hip. Yeah. You know that you're always you always think you're important until you've you're in the room with Buzz Aldrin. Yeah. You know, he's yeah. like, oh yeah, I've done some stuff in my life. What have you ever done? Walked on the moon. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> You know, he was the he was the first guy to talk about uh, or talk to Nixon right after Watergate. Wow. Yeah. What? Exactly. How did he get Boise, that? Idaho? Yeah. And it's a, and there's a tie-in between that and Harmon Killebrew. Harmon Killebrew is the one that set that up. How exactly? How? Because you have to be here this long to have those kind of connections. Yeah. Where a Hall of Fame baseball player goes, oh, you want to talk to Richard Nixon? Okay, I'll set that up for you. Done. Jesus. Exactly. Yeah. So he's telling this story, and like you are right now, I'm just, I, okay. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, I smoke weed with, you know, but, but whatever. You you talk to a president right after. <laughs> um, cool. I uh, So I remember 
one of the first big like media appearances I did at Boise State. I was sitting at the table and you know they put all the microphones in front of you and stuff. And I'd never done anything like that before. And I think it's still on YouTube. And I'm so anxious and so worried about what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And I finally get comfortable. I start asking, answering some, some questions and uh, get comfortable and like crack a joke and stuff. And then I hear his voice. And it, I like my heart rate started going crazy. And right. I'm like, oh my freaking God, it's mm-hmm. Paul J. Schneider. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's cool. He's, but, if, but when you walk up to him and you just say, hey, Paul J., regular dude. Yeah. He yeah. says, we're, I want to say for the most part, we're all regular people. We just have really cool jobs. Yeah. That's yeah. it. It's, the only thing that's different between me and everybody else is this stupid microphone. <laughs> I use it every day. Yeah. And I, I, I'm just a bartender. That's really what it comes down to. I'm just a bartender. Um, Talk radio, from my point of view, there are others who think I'm uh, belittling the uh, um, I, I, the vocation or whatever. But it's just it's it's entertainment. Yeah. All right. I'm not teaching a class. We're not curing cancer. Okay. I have my opinion. You disagree with me or agree with me. Whatever. It's just a radio show. I think I think that's what I like about your show too. Is I mean, I feel like for the most part you stay objective. But people call in. You you want to know what people's opinions are. Yeah. 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 I don't mean, don't read to me. Don't read something else to me that I probably have read or you found and you're reading it and go, Oh, I read these thoughts. These thoughts are now mine. Yeah. No, no they're not. What what did you think before you came across this? Yeah. Or what about this changed your thought? No, yeah. I mean I'm interested in that. Do do you ever get sick of the Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Because so, this is why I don't like calling into radio shows. I feel like I have to be super prepared. I have to be super on the ball. If I call into your show, mm-hmm. you you ask a follow-up question. It's like I have to think like really, really quick. And I think that's why I like podcasting a little bit more. Because you and I can sit down for an hour and a half and have a long chat. And I feel like you can actually get to know me. And But it's your show. I mean, this is your realm. Yeah, yeah. I... It's you know what it's interesting you bring that up. I mean, do you ever does somebody ever call in that you want to keep on the all the line? time? Yeah. Oh yeah, all talk the, to them all afterwards? the time. Yeah, yeah, no, I I I do it. I, I feel bad, and I, I think a lot of that is I have to remember that this is what I do. Yeah, there's a horrible analogies going through my <laughs> head, but it, it's like football camp, or it's like the guy's first day at the gym, where you're like, no, this is how you do it, and then you you use this machine this way, and then you watch him do it, you go. All right, no, you're not going to use that machine. You obviously, I just told you how to use it, and you're not using it correctly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My impatience is overbearing. I mean, I I know I'm a dick. Yeah. Okay. I I you, know. you do it in such an entertaining way though that it's not. I I feel like it's not bad. Well, but I I have to be cautious of it because a lot of it goes a little of it goes a long way. Yeah. Okay. So I'm dealing with everybody from 18 to I, I have had people on the air who are 90. Yeah. And I've had 90-year-olds that sound with it on the ball quicker than me ever, and 18-year-olds that are morons. So, well, okay. That's as, mo- as most are. Yeah. <laughs> but you get what I'm saying. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm quick with a line. Not right now, but uh, that's why we don't drink on air. <laughs> um, I'm quick with a line. I, I have thoughts. I have to sometimes remember that I need to listen yeah. and give them... But in, in radio and just like podcasting, uh, you've probably already done this. Nobody wants to hear anybody think. Yeah. That's called dead air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know? Oh, wait a second. I'm pondering. I think. No, I- don't interrupt me. I'm pondering. <laughs> don't interrupt me. I'm pondering. I'm thinking. Well, I already gave you three seconds, dummy. How much time do you need to think? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, 
and I need to be more cognizant of that. I need to be probably just go ahead. You think while I talk, yeah. I can't give the play by play of the wheel spinning in your head. <laughs> so I need to be sorry, but I interrupted no, no, you no. on you're, your show. No, you're, but you're I interrupted. Fun. I interrupt any, everybody. Yeah. And I need to stop sometimes, yeah. but I also need to keep the ball rolling. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I do know it is a different format and it's, I mean, you're on for three hours and you, I mean, what, so how many topics do you usually pick or mm. is it, you know what? I will have going into a show. I, I'm, I'm again. I'm blessed. I have a producer. Um, I've had many producers over time, and it's it's one of those things where we get together and, and and we talk about what's coming up. Yeah. And that starts. I want to say the first call is at nine, and it's not a call, but it's a text. Yeah. You know, just hey, here's a here's an outlay. Blah. Um, the way it used to be to the way it is now. Yeah. Where I would call the guy at nine, I go back to sleep. And I wouldn't walk into the station until one o'clock. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. Oh, when I didn't have any, I, the only thing I did was four to seven at the time. Yeah. Wow. And, or I'd, you know, I'd, I'd go in, I'd cut a couple of commercials, I'd cut a couple of lines, um, do some voiceovers, whatever. And I'd just go to the coffee shop for two hours, sit there on my phone and just f- flip through stuff. Go, oh, okay, I'm going to talk about that. I'm going to talk about that. I'm going to talk about that. Yeah. And then you sit there and um, you, you overhear people talking about stuff going on yeah okay how how impassioned are they about this yeah and so i i I have no problem listening when i'm out because i'll hear people either say some of the most introspective things or asinine things yeah oh i can work that in i'm stealing that because i'm not that creative when i when i say i've heard I'm telling you, I've actually heard it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm not. I'm not saying. Oh, I. I had a thought that I'm going to pin on somebody else who has no face or name. Yeah. I, I heard a guy today say blah. And is the coffee shop your place of choice to go hear people talk, or do you go to? Oh no, bar I'll, restaurant. I'll wherever. go everywhere to hear people talk. Yeah. Um, it depends on who I'm with. I mean, obviously, if I'm with my wife, I got to act like I'm listening to her. Um, <laughs> and I am mostly. Yeah. I think her name's Michelle. Oh shoot! Probably should listen. Does um, she? Uh, she's the one that that goes to the spin class. Yes, that you were talking about today. Yes. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> she brought one of them home. Oh really? Yeah. When they start, they, they rented them out or yeah. they, they whatever something. She she comes up to me and she's all nice. And I know you don't have to deal with this because you have you know wonderful marriage. <laughs> um, I I'm a one jerk. year strong. Uh, that's sweet. I just celebrated two yesterday. Oh wow! Yeah, awesome. Uh, let me tell you about the second year. So anyway. <laughs> um, so she, <laughs> I come home. I, I remember this. I come home and normally she's normally she's talking the second my key hits the door. There's no downtime with her because she's she, she just operates on that level. She's so creative and 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 positive and she's everything I'm not. Energetic and yeah. everything. It's just it's terrible. <laughs> and are you are you the type of guy when you get home you need some oh, peace and quiet? Oh god, don't talk to me. <laughs> I used to live in Nampa. Yeah. And that you look forward to the commute home, right? Yeah. yeah. You just had that 20 minutes of chill, right? I mean, I have a convertible. I could take the top down. I could I could smell whatever it is they're growing in Canyon County. <laughs> I'm sure it's all legal. Yeah. And, you know, by the and then by the time I was there, I was like, "Okay, I'm I'm ready to do something." Now I live 5 minutes away from the station. It's yeah. like, "Okay, I'm always plugged in now." Go, oh my god, however she sounds. <laughs> and <laughs> So I come home and dinner's ready. Yeah. Laundry's put away. Living room looks great. I'm like, oh my, okay. 
do we have company? Does somebody hear? He's like, well, I, I um, just, just to, you know, there, there's uh, at the at the cycle uh, cycle bar, um, and uh, you know, I had an opportunity to. Uh, they asked me if I wanted a wanted a, a, a bike, and and I said I'd ask you. <laughs> oh, so good. But she already brought it home. Where is this thing? Where, 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 hold on. Where do you want to put it? Because I'm looking at a vast. We we have an open area just like you have here in this room. Yeah. In our living room. Okay. And I do not want this song. I do not want this thing <laughs> here when I'm trying to watch the TV. Yeah. I, I don't. I already know I'm lazy. I get it. All right. I already you don't know. need to stare at that all day. Right. I don't yeah. need this thing mocking me <laughs> every day while I'm trying to watch Family Guy. Yeah. All right. This is really gonna bother me. <laughs> It's like, no, we're going to put it in the office. <sighs> okay, fine. Yeah. Okay, fine. I don't have to do anything, right? I don't have to I don't have to lift it. I don't have to walk up the stairs with it. Because, again, lazy. Like, no, no, they'll deliver it. Okay, this is great. Yeah. This thing was in there for two months. Oh, my gosh. Did she Did she utilize it? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, that's, no. That's it, good. She's run um, She's run marathons. Yeah. Uh, she's a cross country runner from from high school to, to you know to, to now. I mean, she's she's just looking for different ways to stay active. She's been bumming because these races are getting canceled. Yep. Roby and, Creek. Well, oh gosh, Roby. Um, but even then, I mean, it's just you wonder about some of the other races. I mean, there's five Ks, ten Ks, where it's one thing to run on your own, but then she's got that little bit of competitive edge. She's part of a team, and they they like to root each other on. Yeah. And you, you just want the next destination. Yeah. You know, that's that's really what you want. She trained for New York. She, uh, We were on our honeymoon in Hawaii. Yeah. When she got the notification for the New York Marathon. She got up and started running. Seriously, at that point, I may as well not been there. <laughs> I mean, it's, okay, I'll go outside and, all right, there's a hot chick out there. And <laughs> her name's, doesn't matter. I'll be kidnapped by aliens. <laughs> got accepted into New York. It's fantastic. Um, and she, she was, she's so lock solid, so driven by that. And yeah. I'm jealous of that because I'm just not, I was like, yeah, I'll do that tomorrow. Yeah. So, um, where was I on this? Oh yeah. So, so she, she has all this stuff around and, and she's earned it all. Yeah. You know, she's, she's worked it all and she's, she's creative as well. So yeah, it's, it's fantastic. Yeah. Did she, did she go to college? Did she, oh, she yeah. do sports oh, in oh. college? She, yeah, she ran, uh, she, I, okay. I probably should listen more. <laughs> um, no, she did, she did, uh, cross country and track in college Okay, and, uh, just that's what distance runners do. Yeah. yeah she went to college out in uh, Pennsylvania. Okay. So, and yeah. you're from, I'm from, I'm from Cleveland, Cleveland, Ohio. She's from Youngstown. Okay. We met here eight years ago. Okay. Ish. Eight, nine years ago. We met at a Browns backers club yeah. at players and she had just come to town. I was here and you know, it was just, okay, she's Michelle. She's a Browns fan. Yeah. Sweet. I had no idea she was in radio. Yeah. No clue at all. Well, what does she do? She's, do you not know what my wife no, does? No, no, no. Oh, don't. this is fantastic. Yeah. I'm, oh, no, this is I great. want to learn everything about no, her. No, I, 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 no, no, it's, it's, it's not that interesting. She's the more <laughs> interesting one. Uh, my wife's Michelle Hart. Okay. Oh, okay. 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 And at the time she was on a kiss, but now she's, now she has her own, her own station, Light FM. Yeah. And she's just this amazing entity of action creativity we we both but come you from didn't this. meet through radio you met no. because she's a browns fan we met we met because of alcohol yeah and and <laughs> and, and and football yeah. so and really bad football like the best thing about the browns in the past 10 years has been me meeting her okay so i texted you when, mm-hmm. when we first kind of connected on facebook 
I sent you a message. I told you. Can you not make it sound like you swiped right? <laughs> I mean, well, you, no, you. Was I having a good hair day? <laughs> I, I was very, very excited when you reached out to me because I haven't had like a local celebrity on the podcast. Stop yet. saying that. Stop. I've been, I've been trying to get some people and I've gotten some former Broncos, some guys that, you know, were prominent players and stuff. Do but, you look at yourself as a, as a, as a local celebrity or not? No. Why not? Uh, cause I started all of like one and a half seasons. At so what? I worked in the same building as Jeff Caves. Okay. <laughs> and I, I can tell you one thing that he accomplished and he's part of the hall of fame. Yeah. Yeah. He'll be the first one to tell you that. Too. Um, but, uh, no, I mean, but, but I was going to tell you, I knew you were from Cleveland cause you talked about the, the Indians and the Browns and yep. Cavs all the time. Awful, awful growing up. <laughs> so I watched the believe land 30 for 30. Yes. On the plane ride back from Des Moines. Mm-hmm. And it was awesome. It was incredible. Which, I, which ending did you see? I surprisingly, I got off the plane with like five minutes left, but I think they were talking about when did it come out? Okay, well, there was two versions of Cleveland. So did they do it after 2016? They, re- they, redid, they redid the ending after the Cavs won yeah. the, uh, the NBA championship. Yeah. So the original ending is, I mean, that's the ending that every Clevelander knows. Yeah. So it's, 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 it's you know what, gosh, growing up there in the, in this, uh, I mean, I, I don't remember the 70s Browns so much. I vaguely remember Red Right 88. It was yeah. 81 Browns versus, uh, versus Raiders. Brian Sipe and and uh, Ritigliano and and all that and just trying to figure out again one touchdown away and then I, I I remember crying and just bawling my eyes out during the drive the fumble yeah all of that I remember oh we I was at the shot where Jordan shot over Elo yeah. game six yeah I was in the Richfield Coliseum wow. when that happened and my dad didn't even like sports yeah he he drugged me around. I drug him around to all those games. He did it just to shut me up. Yeah. And, you know, for as big as a deal as it was, it was still the 80s, and you could still walk into that playoff game for a decent amount of money. Yeah. And we got decent seats, and I I thought I thought Elo had him. Yeah. I, honest to God, I thought I remember that. I, I can't stand the replay because I remember it in my head from just off to the left a little bit. Yeah. And Craig Elo went up. And like any human being, stopped. Yeah. Right. I mean, you when you jump, you hit a pinnacle, and then then you might they be there for a split second. Then you Jordan jumps, has a ham sandwich, <laughs> calls his mom, drinks some Gatorade, yeah. releases his Nikes, and then just drains it. Like, Son of a gun! Have you? Have just you kept going. Do you remember that commercial? I think it was, it might've been for Gatorade or for Nike or something, Mm -hmm. or maybe it was for Jordan's, but where he shoots it and And he misses. misses? Yeah. 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 That actually angers me more. (laughs) Actually angers me more. I, I, I can't, I can't tell you. So when Kyrie actually hit the shot that put the calves up. Yeah. I I couldn't believe it. Yeah. I'm just not used to that. Yeah. You know, you guys have, you guys, Boise state fans, you guys are so blessed to have that as part of your lore where you have this positive energy and it is so much positive energy. Yeah. Always the underdog, always disrespected, stupid blue field, yeah. blah, 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 is it Boise? Yeah, where yeah, is yeah. it? Iowa? <laughs> Fine. Whatever. You don't play anybody good. And then you go and you rock these people. Well, Cleveland was just like that and just kept losing. Yeah. So it's, if it weren't for Cleveland... I mean, Jordan still would have been Jordan, but if it weren't for Cleveland, Elway may have had 
He's still a great quarterback, but he may not have had the legend yet. We built legends. Yeah. Just to, we were just that stepping stone yeah, for, yeah. To, to help everybody else out. Yeah. That's the only way we got to be a part of the uh, of the highlight reel. It's it's surprising that you say your dad was not a fan of sports because that documentary made it seem like everyone that lived in Cleveland was a fan of all three yeah. teams. Oh, uh, I I was. Um, there was a, there was another team that's there's always one other team that's there. There was, there was an indoor soccer team called the Cleveland Force. Okay. And they were actually outdrawing the Cavs for a while because they won. What? Yeah, the major indoor soccer league team. Just you, you look it up, and you know, I, and I played soccer. Yeah. Well, then we found out the Cavs were also there. It's like, okay, we'll go see a Cavs game. I mean, and then you go to a Cavs game, and the place was half empty. Yeah. And Richfield Coliseum was an awful place, and, and nobody <laughs> cares. But I mean, just imagine going to a, just imagine the Broncos playing halfway between here and Twin Falls. Yeah. You're just well, wait. No wonder people aren't going. There's nobody here. Yeah. But you're here between. You, you put it between here and Twin Falls because oh, somebody from Twin Falls might want to go to a game. Yeah. Okay, just drive the extra half hour. Yeah. yeah. Come on, man. Um, but it was such an interesting time, and uh, they growing- they just made it sound like Cleveland was such a like down on their luck city. Um, Still is. Well, steel was being manufactured somewhere else. Tons of people lost their jobs. Mm-hmm. The one thing they had to believe in was sports. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Um, and now now it's now it's a lot of medicine is still there. Uh, Cleveland Clinic and, and all that. Not that people care. Progressive. <laughs> it grew out of nowhere. That grew out of the east side where I grew up. Yeah. I, I, and did, I, some, did somebody come in and build that up? Or I, as companies build up, they build they they get other companies and you know, insurance companies do either you either grow or you meld in with somebody else. Yeah. So um but I mean, there's a lot of old money in Cleveland. I mean, you can go through Cleveland, Ohio. They they still have a place called Millionaires Row. You know, Carnegie, uh, Andrew Carnegie had a, had a had a vested interest. Rockefeller had a vested interest. Wow. Uh, Neela Park, where, where Thomas Edison's workshop yeah. on the east side. I mean, now it's the projects, but still still there. And you know, so there's there's a lot of nouveau history yeah. that's in Cleveland, and it's. Yeah, it's there. I mean, the area that I grew up in, um, <laughs> if you ever watch a movie called Kill the Irishman, uh, <laughs> you know, just a couple blocks away, that that's that's how the ending of the, of the movie happened right while I was being born. Yeah. So not that there's anything called the mafia. <laughs> um, it's just really non-existent. It's a made-up story. It doesn't exist. So, uh, so, so just all these fabulous, wonderful stories that came out of just that area and, and the people you know that were in the news. Yeah. Um, yeah, there was a couple guys named Calabrese who'd be in the news. Uh, you know, <clears throat> I don't know why. Yeah. But the old man lived across the street from us. Jeez. And he was supposedly, <clears throat> you know, as they say, in charge of whatever group they thought he was in charge of. But we just knew him as Al. Yeah. Well, you know, old man Alucard. I mean, but dad, you know, dad always got along with him. And he'd was come. he like a union boss or something? He was, he was just a guy. Yeah. I, you know, you ask questions, you know, people ask questions. You guys, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm yeah. sure he had contracts and <laughs> clients and stuff. Um, but he, 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 he was the only guy on the street that drove a, uh, uh, drove a Cadillac. Yeah. Nobody else drove a Cadillac. Yeah. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and he's, he's got the most immaculate lawn there. He's got the most immaculate decorations inside. I mean, his, his curtains were perfect. I, I still remember it. Um, and, and, my dad helped him get a washer dryer from Sears, <laughs> and you'd have thought my dad gave him gold. Yeah, he's just like, oh, okay. What do you want for it? Nothing. Just go ahead, have it. My dad knew exactly who this guy was. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> and never since then, I was like, oh, you give me something. He never asked for anything. In never asked for anything else. Yeah. 
Um, once in a while, a turkey would show up or a ham would show up, and he's like, "Oh, sweet," yeah. you know. But he'd come over for a drink or go over for a cigarette, and uh, that was it. Yeah. I mean, it's not like there was any. You know, my dad, uh, to my knowledge, my dad never did any favors for him. But yeah. Um, so, so were yeah. you were you in like a very urban area, like the you said east side, east side, east side Cleveland was at the time I grew up in was uh, it was the far east side. Um, it was very Italian, and uh, there, there, there was. I mean, there, were the houses like super close together, or did you guys actually no, have a yard? We, we, and... we had a bit of a yard. Yeah, yeah, we we had a bit of a yard. We were, I would consider us middle class. Um, everybody else, like, nah, you were lower middle. I, I don't know. Um, yeah. we weren't loaded. You know, we didn't have a mansion. But I would, I would, I would not say you're lower class by any stretch. And this, this house, yeah. reminds me of my the house I grew up in. Yeah, yeah. And th- there was a garage that was part of it that I, the house was built in the. 40s or 50s and i have no idea what car they designed this garage for yeah but there's no way any car designed in that area fit in that stupid garage yeah so nobody ever parked their cars there let alone a cadillac right so the neighbor must have had a bigger garage oh well but they were all yeah um (laughs) yeah there there were exceptions to every rule but uh, again stop asking questions um but I mean that—that's just the way it was, and and he, and he knew everybody's business. There was there was a lot of older people on the street, yeah. But there were a lot of vowels on the street, and, you know. Yeah, yeah, and and then there was a then there was a couple Jews on the street, and everybody went to the deli. Yeah. Um. We had a real just a real deli where you just went to get a slice, get a couple slices. There was a real bakery. Mm-hmm. We went to get a couple slices, and of course there was a grocery store and all that. I mean, it's, it's, it wasn't ancient history, but um, there was there, there was the. Uh, the school that everybody walked to, people walk to schools here. It's it's not that far off. That that's so. It's just interesting to me how people grow up Midwest, East Coast. Because mm-hmm. I grew up in Southern California. We moved here when I was ten years old, but I mean, we had property in Southern Southern California, and we right. lived outside of Los Angeles in the county. Mm-hmm. Uh, my dad commuted to work to L.A., and then we moved up here, and we had a big house, or not a big house, but a big yard, right? Space to move around, but mm-hmm. you had to yeah drive to the store, yeah, get picked up by the bus. Yeah, it yeah. Was, it's just a different style of growing up. So yeah, it's it's what was neat for me in just traveling here is there's old money everywhere. I yeah. mean, there's there's old money. There's old stories. There's there's always people who built it. And Simplot is is synonymous with Boise and yeah. the Valley. I'm sure there's a bunch of other names that hey, how come you didn't mention mine? <laughs> Sorry, I'm not an expert. They're not um, listening to my podcast. Good. So, <laughs> um, but, but you. But you hear about these things, but Boise is still relatively new as as far as its growth goes. And it's interesting for me just being here 12, 13 years to go, wow, okay, I remember before the village was built. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I'm now older than something. Yeah. You know, I I remember this was just fields. And (laughs) that's what I sound like when I talk about. I grew up on the corner of uh, Eagle and Chinden. Okay. And so we were on. Southwest corner of Eagle and Chinden. Mm-hmm. And we were in that new neighborhood that they were building back then, the year 2000 when we moved here. And behind our house, there was nothing for miles. Wow. And now it's, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's that, suburbia. And, that, and now it's little boxes. Yeah. So it, it, it's interesting to see how things uh, think, see how things build. And it's it's fantastic. I, uh, Michelle and I are just, we don't want to go anywhere else. Yeah. yeah. You know, where it's like, if, if we can ride this forever, because radio is awful. Um, <laughs> it, no, it's, it's the carnival. I mean, it is. It, it's it's still... The- it sounds like you have a good spot, though, and people like you. I mean, I don't think... Has anyone ever complained about you ever? Oh, all the time. Well, besides the listeners. No, all the time. Really? Yes, all the time. People wow. complain about me all the time. 
um, because I'm. Do you get your wrist slapped if you say certain things? <laughs> Are you allowed to tell me? <laughs> um, I know you told me I could swear, but uh, okay, I'll tell this story. Okay. Um, first year I was here, and the general manager that hired me was quickly let go. Maybe it had something to coincide with Boise State not renewing their contract with KBOI. Yeah. I had no idea. <laughs> So I'm the new guy in there, right? I mean, I just started months earlier and people are ticked. Salespeople are quitting. Air talent all around the building is just, oh my gosh, this is going to be awful. We're all going to get fired. I'm, you know, the, the building's burning, but I just signed a lease, yeah. you know? So I was like, oh, well, okay, maybe I'll just go ahead. <laughs> I got to hang out here for a while. <laughs> Whatever. I mean, it's like, uh, and, and by then it's like, okay, I've been fired before. I, you know, I'm, I'm used to ramen. I'm, I'm good. I, 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 I was in radio in Birmingham, but I'd already been out of work for a year, and yeah. I worked at a windshield factory. Wow. Yeah, um, just to get a job. Yeah. And uh, so when I got this job, I'm like, all right, back in radio. And it wasn't near the money I made in Birmingham, but whatever, I'm chasing the chick, and it's, it's, it's you know, it's not the, not the paycheck I wanted, but it's the job I wanted. Yeah. Afternoon driver, are you kidding? Yeah. Which is a complete anomaly. Yeah. And in most places you go to, to have a local afternoon drive host, there are cities that do not have that on news talk stations. Wow. Yeah. Why is, why is that? It's cost money. Okay. Cost money. Yeah. And, uh, it's money, money drives everything. Yeah. So the guy that hired me, of course I was the only one that would work for the money they were, uh, they were offering <laughs> and I'll keep this person's name out of it. It was, it was kind of a case study because there was somebody else hired at, just about a month earlier than I am. And this guy got a fantastic contract. Yeah. And he was, they, they, they put him up for three months. They paid for his move here. Um, this, this guy was already vacationing when I, when I was applying for the job. Yeah. When I, when I was, when I was here for my interview, he was giving a PowerPoint presentation to the sales department and I'm like, wow. Okay. This guy's got his, this guy's got stuff together. Yeah. All right. He's big, big time. He's, yeah. Okay, cool. I mean, he, he knows what he wants. He's been there. Um, okay. All right. But they put him up in a really nice apartment. Yeah. Nice. Paid for his move. They look at me and go, yeah, I'll give you $2,000 for the move. And, uh, we'll put you up at the Shiloh Inn by the airport. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Whatever. Fine. I get out of Birmingham. Fine. Which is the fifth ring of hell. So I'll, I'll do it. I'll take it. I started a week, a week after that same guy started. Yeah. So I was I was here. I drove into town January first, two thousand eight. That was wow. my first day in Boise, Idaho. Yeah. Um, full time. And so the guy that hired me, uh, the general manager that hired me, had already been let go, and we were kind of flying without a general manager. Well, the Special Olympics was in town. Yeah. And I'm doing my dog and pony show and doing my afternoon show, and I came across a fax just to give you an idea of. <laughs> hey, I use faxes every day at my. Oh, you're the Day one? Job. Yeah. Okay, you're the one. Yeah. Well, I'm still waiting for my cruise. Well, in healthcare, they say it's the only secure way to send something. So My ass. So, <laughs> I... <laughs> okay. Also the U.S. mail, but whatever. Um, so, I come across this. The R word is just like the N word. Oh, my God. And I'm looking at this, and it was put out by the Special Olympics. Yeah. Because the Special Olympics was here. Yeah. And I'm looking at this, I'm thinking, wait, and I, and I have two words going in my head, like the word retard or the word retarded. Yeah. 
is nowhere near the word. Yeah. Don't say that on my podcast. (laughs) So I read the whole thing. Yeah. All right. Four o'clock hit and talk about the special Olympics and talk about people's sensitivity and talk about this. And there's rules in broadcast where you can, there's a thing called safe Harbor where after 6 PM you can be a little looser, but you still can't be grotesque. You still can't be, um, uh, the obscene. Yeah. All right. Yeah, the, there's three words or sorry. There's seven words you can't say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, the Carlin, right. But there's also another one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I'm not using it in that kind. I'm not calling anybody the word. So the thing that blows my mind is comics have done bits where they use the word. And I'm specifically thinking of Louis CK, right? He never got in trouble for that ever. Well, and that's the thing. He's not on broadcast television yeah you know we're on we're on what's called terrestrial radio we are governed by the fcc yeah they could swear on air during cnn right now yeah and they're not breaking any rules yeah so it wasn't the listenership that got upset with you it was whoever was in charge no um don't don't read ahead i'm not so for (laughs) i think we counted it up i said the word retarded or retard 48 times oh my god between 4 p.m. and 6.30. Yeah. And at 6.30, I'd already made it up in my mind. I was like, all right, I'm going to say this word once. And I'm not going to tell my producer when I'm going to say it. Because yeah. if I say it, he's going to start sweating. He's going to call somebody. They're going to ask for permission. And I know better. Is there a delay? There's two five-second delays. Okay. Which you can hear on air, but you can't hear off air. So if you're listening online, we don't care. I mean, yeah. if somebody says shit, I, I don't care if they hear it online. Yeah. Um, people say, I had to dump a guy yesterday that said bullshit. Okay. He's, he's a contractor. He's working. I mean, that's what contractor guys say. Yeah. Um, and he, he didn't even know he said it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Of, wait a second. That's a swear. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Sorry. I know technically. So, and I still have questions about all that stuff too, but whatever. I'm not the one making the rules. So at six 30, I say, I don't want to say it on on your podcast because it, yeah. it's it's, but to prove my point, that you know people were talking about well it's offensive, okay I get that it's offensive, but how are you saying it's just as offensive as this other word, which we all know yeah is bad yeah I mean okay most of us know is bad you know what's hilarious and I know it's your personality. But somebody like me, I would just read that and I'd be like, all right, I'm never going to say anything. But you confront it head on. Yeah. You want to prove to people. I mean, you're. it's not like you You don't care about the words. You care about the statement they made. Right. Yeah. And it's like, stop, stop trying to put yourself in some position like you're just as much of a victim as. No, you're not. Yeah. No, you're not. Now, if you're going to the Special Olympics and you're sitting up there in the crowd and you're you know, pointing at the kids or pointing at the athletes who are doing their damnedest on the field and go, look at these bunch of, okay, you're an idiot. Yeah. You yeah. Know, okay. You just, sorry. Yeah. You know, if you get kicked out, I'm not, I'm not going to bail you. All right. But don't sit there and tell me that this is as bad as, yeah. And I said it. And the very next day was the uh, first day of my current general manager's uh, job as, <laughs> as general manager. Yeah. So we got, um, we got a we got a complaint, and there was a uh, there was a letter of inquiry from the FCC. Yeah, I knew it was coming. Um, <laughs> my, you're probably pro- looking forward to it. You wanted to defend no. it. No, well, yeah, I was. Yeah, but I also knew that I was safe. I knew that somebody was going to be offended by it. But 
I also wanted to be able to prove to somebody, he's like, no, I didn't call anybody the name. Here was the source material. Yeah. Here's what I said. Here's where it came from. This is the context I put it in. And this is why I said it. Yeah. And this is why I only said it once. Not one person complained about the other 40 sometimes I said the word retard or retarded. Yeah. But somebody complained about the one time I said the N word. Yeah. That is amazing that you were able to prove it like that. Right. Yeah. And furthermore, the lady I was talking to was out of Atlanta, Georgia. <laughs> And I could tell you right now, I knew what her persuasion was. And she's she's giggling the whole time. She's like, yeah. I think I've heard of you. You were on air here in Birmingham. I'm like, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, you know. Um, but it, it's 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 always that. And that's the cool thing about Boise. It's the cool thing about Idaho where somebody says, just wear a mask. Just wear a mask. It's like, well, I don't want to wear a mask. Yeah. Well, wear a mask if you care about me. I care about you. Yeah. I don't want to wear a mask. Well, don't you care about people? No, I care about people. Yeah. Oh, why do, why do you have to wear a gun outside? I uh, open carry. I didn't actually know. I mean, I heard about it like in the old west. I didn't yeah. know it was actually a thing until I moved here. Yeah. And people are North End, which I don't think it happens now. But there, there was a guy that was uh, getting ice cream, and he's just open carrying. And the person I was with was off put by. I said, like, "Oh my god, I can't believe he's got that gun there." I'm like, well, don't look at it. Yeah. And it's simple. Just if if it bothers you, that don't stink and look at it. Yeah. I, I don't know what to tell you. He's not, it's the guy that's waving it around. That's the guy I don't think should be here. Yeah. You know, the guy that has a gun on his hip, but is actually eating ice cream. Yeah. Well, we're at an ice cream <laughs> shop, so I, th- I think we're good. Yeah. Um. So it's interesting. There, there, there's, it's not an anti thing. It's more of a, you know, thank you for your opinion, but if you can go ahead and not tell me how to live my life, that'd be wonderful. Yeah. Be yeah. Fan- make, make all the suggestions you want. Yeah. Do it. I love suggestions. So I, uh- <laughs> I'm not trying to play the victim more than you, (laughs) but as a small business owner, we've had some people ask us to do certain things that we were uncomfortable doing. And I think there's a big difference between suppression of free speech Mm -hmm. and compelled speech because people were telling us if we don't say certain things, then we're racist. Okay. You're going to have to give me an example. Well, I don't know how specific I want to get. Okay. But... I mean, I don't know how give me, much. Give me the most. Give me the most benign example you can. Well, if you don't, if you don't post a black square on Instagram, you're a racist. What's a black square? Did you? Are you not plugged into this at all? No. Okay, so there was a thing called Blackout Tuesday. Are you? On, oh yeah, 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 yeah. After George Floyd, yeah, yeah, Floyd yeah, died, yeah. Um, and everyone was posting mm-hmm. the black squares on Instagram, and that mm-hmm. was a sign of solidarity. Mm-hmm. And we had some people tell us that our gym has to post that on Instagram mm-hmm. or else our gym is racist. Mm. And you're okay. So I get it. Yeah. I, I did you post a black square? No. Okay. So we're a gym, right? We're a gym. The only person I would ever discriminate against is somebody who comes in and is an asshole. Who's at the gym. Yeah. And right. is either an asshole. They're being mean to our members or they're not working hard. If they're there to improve themselves. Okay. What about the sneaky guy? <laughs> No, there's always a stinky guy. There's always a stinky guy. There's always a stinky girl. You so, know exactly what I'm talking about. I, I'm the stinky guy. Are you really? Yeah, oh yeah. No, you're not. No, there's always there's always the guy that walks in with the pre-funkopotamus. Yeah. You're like, dude, do you, do you, I mean, if you don't want to use the showers here, do you, do you not have one at home? There's a river. You could, yeah. you could seriously just jump in the river. I, I just had such an issue with, they weren't trying to tell us not to say something. They were trying to actively tell us to say something. Yeah, that's a new that's that's a new wish. It's a reborn movement. If if not, if then. 
Yeah. If you don't, then you are. Yeah. If you don't, then you are. Yeah. People use big words. And people who say words like racist. Uh, no. No, don't get me wrong. I'm prejudiced. <laughs> okay. Seriously. And, I, and I've said this before. You ask me any day. Um, do you know how to edit, by the way? Yeah, yeah. Okay, good. So if you ask me what my prejudice my prejudices are on black guys, I'm like, I'll tell you right now they're well hung. I mean, I, I'll, t- I'll tell you right now they're they're better dancers than any white guy I can I can even name. I can't I can't even name a black guy who can't dance. Yeah. Um, better athletes all the way. Yeah. No, no doubt about it. As far yeah. as records breaking, um, there th- th- those are there you go. Yeah. No prejudice. Yeah. Okay, there you go. There you are. Racist is me being better than a black guy because I'm white. Yeah. That's a racist. Yeah. Which they are. Two completely different things. Yeah. And in my head, and I don't care who disagrees with me because I don't really care about your feelings. Yeah. I'm not better than you. Yeah. I'm not better than you. Period. Yeah. I'm not better than you because of where I come from. I'm not better than you because of the color of my skin. I'm not better than you because I'm half Irish and half Jewish, and I'm not beating anybody in a sore fight. Okay. I'm not. I'm not better than you. Yeah. I, I get it. Okay. But. I mean, unless you're in jail for rape, I am better than you. Yeah. All right. If, if you've killed somebody, I'm better than you. Yeah. But I'm not better than you because of something you can't control. Right. Yeah. Right. So I am who I am because my parents, who were they were, I am who I am because of luck. I am who I am because of circumstance. I am who I am because I've also haven't stopped. Yeah. You know, I, I, I've been called the N word. Four times. And I I look at it as a badge of honor because the guys who call me the N-word are mean it. Yeah. I mean, they they know exactly what they're saying to me. <laughs> and I, I got it in Birmingham when I was on the windshield line. Yeah. And I wasn't welcome in Birmingham. I was a Yankee or half Jewish. Yeah. You know, people would just look at me and go, wow, you got a big nose. Yeah, I, I know. It's the thing. It's... <laughs> Uh, what's your name? Shelman. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah thanks. Um, so nobody wanted to hang out. And during break, one of the black guys was like, man, you one of us come sit over here. I'm like, yeah. Oh, okay. He's like, no, no, don't get me wrong. <laughs> you ain't one of us, but I'm just, you one of us. Yeah. I'm like, oh, cool. Um, and I, and I went to, and I went to I, Benedictine high school where I went to high school was private high school, but it was also at the corner of, uh, Martin Luther King and Buckeye, yeah. which is, at the time, a place you didn't want to be when the sun went down. Yeah. But there was this little monastery that was right there. And that was it. There was only 400 people in the entire school. Yeah. And they put out some of the best sports programs ever. But, you know, so so I, I don't want to sit here and say I'm better than anybody because of the color of my skin. I just have been able to get here because of what I know how to do, what I can capitalize on doing, and what I've been taught. Yeah. But I also know so many other guys that went to the same high school I went to that are a lot more successful than me, and they're not white. Yeah. So I look at them as fantastic. Yeah. You know, I, I went, there's guys that are doctors. Yeah. Okay? And I, they look at me and think, wow, you have a really cool job. I'm like, that's cool. You're a doctor. <laughs> okay? You think, I mean, you want to talk to me about my, you're, you're a stick of doctor, Ted. Yeah. What, are you, what are you talking about? Yeah. So how, how so I'm going to ask you now, mm-hmm. how did you get to Birmingham from Ohio? Oh, uh, you drive. <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, did you did you apply for a job down I, there? Uh, or? I I worked for uh, well, I um I I worked in Nashville for a year between Cleveland and Birmingham. Okay, and uh, this is the uh, Modelo Chilada. All right, all right, I, which I, excellent. Yeah. By the way, okay, I have not cracked the Bud Light one yet. Well, the Bud Light one is a sorry. The Bud Light one is a little more salty than I than I care for, but okay. you know it's the salt that keeps me coming. The Modelo one is amazing. Mm-hmm. If you get a chance to do the uh, uh, the caliente, the, the spicy one, Mm-mm. take it, take it. I do spicy. I do spicy too. So I um, okay. I'll try and nutshell this. I had a fantastic radio career in Cleveland, which was also by happenstance. <laughs> um, I went back and forth between Windsor, Canada, and Cleveland, Ohio. Okay. Where I, I had an 87 Chevy Cavalier, four banger. It was great. Yeah. And I actually got a weekend job at the first place I ever went around to. It's yeah. called 89X in Windsor. And wonderful. So they paid me 100 bucks a weekend. They put me up in Windsor Casino. And I'm 18, 19 years old. 19 years old. Yeah. And you give me 100 bucks. <laughs> great. <laughs> you kidding? Hey. I had already 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 vanished from Ohio University. I was done. I wasn't going back. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and do this, and I'm gonna still do the you know physical therapy thing in Cleveland State for a while. But uh, but I had such a blast doing it. So I got an internship in Cleveland, and uh, my first day was the was my first day of interning was they had a reunion of all the boss jocks from the 50s and 60s and 70s. No and way. These guys are guys. I mean, one guy was drinking with Elvis. Yeah. I what. You had a beer with Elvis, yeah. So, yeah, Elvis came off as a goody two shoes, but Elvis, Elvis liked to drink. He was a he was a good, you know, he was just a cool guy. Yeah. Wow. And these guys are telling big fish stories all the time. Yeah. And I'm getting their coffee, so it was at the station I was at where I they had the Moondog Coronation Ball. Cleveland is the birthplace of rock and roll. Yeah. And so we we would have the we would have the Moondog Coronation Ball, and my job was to pick up Chuck Berry. No way. Make well. Okay, my job was to make sure Chuck Berry got from the airport into the shuttle yeah. and got down to Gundarina yeah. for the Coronation Bowl. And I'm like, okay, so they, they give me the stupid sign. All right, I got this about the size of your uh, of your uh, paper pad there. Yeah. Chuck Berry. And band comes off, and I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at it. <laughs> like you have to hold up a thing for him, you can't recognize him? Right. Well, it's it was just the entire band that was coming with him. Yeah. So... I'm I'm standing there, like a like an idiot, and hello puppy, and all right. Want to make sure that want to want to make sure he gets in. Want to make sure. All right, and I'm supposed to call my boss when yeah. he's on his way. I'm like, yeah. Okay, sweet. Drive 87 Chevy Cavalier, and I'm smoking three packs a day because <laughs> I'm stupid. Yeah. And I I see him, and he's tiny. He's frail. He's he's you know he's he's still Chuck Berry though. Yeah. You know, and he's got this guy with him who's you, but I want to say about a two feet wider. Yeah. And seriously, skin as black as your dog right here. I mean, just midnight. Yeah. You know, and like, hey, hey, you're here. You're here to guide us. I'm like, yeah. He's like, uh, you parked anywhere near here? I'm like, yes. I'm like, is it okay if we ride with you? I'm like, um, sure. Did you get to drive him the whole way, Mister Barry? Yeah. So. I have South Park stickers on my car. All right, it's, it was it was it was a two door car, and I got a guy that's easily tipping three bills. Yeah, sitting in the back seat. Yeah, and I quickly put all the I, I just throw the Marlboro packs on the ground. Else, just done. 
I was not ready for rock royalty in my car. Yeah. So I'm sweating it. I call my boss. I'm like, hey, the band's on the band's on the bus. They're on the way in. And Chuck Berry's in my car. And we're he's coming. He's like, what? I'm like, <laughs> yeah, Ch- Chuck Berry's in my car. And we're we're gonna be there. So, Jesus. Um. Okay. Well, you're supposed to be here at this time and this time. I'm like, okay. Um. Sure. Yeah. So get out of the parking lot and blah, blah, blah. And, and, and Chuck leans, he's just talking. I'm, hands are a 10 and 2 Yeah, in my car. Chuck Berry's in the car right next to me. <laughs> Chuck Berry's in the Don't car. screw it up. Don't screw it up. Seriously. Is it? And and I, the Chris Farley um, thing with uh, with uh, Paul McCartney. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. You yeah. remember the time? You're like, you so want to do that when Chuck <laughs> Berry's in the car. Right? Do you know you're actually the first person that was inducted into the Rock and Hall of Fame? Yeah. You know that? What the hell? How do I make small talk like with this your, guy? Your clothes are in this museum, man. Your guitar is in this museum. <laughs> How you doing, baby? So he leans over. He's like, do you mind if I smoke? Like, yeah, no problem. Um, <laughs> Chuck Berry's going to smoke. Fine. I'll just have a cigarette. So... He nods back to the guy behind him, and I and I see him hand you know over, and then I, I lit up, and I'm smelling something else in my car. Oh yeah. And it went from excitement from Chuck Berry's in my car to, oh my god, Chuck Berry smoking weed in my car. This is how I go to jail for life. <laughs> this is it. This is the end. I I have actually managed to not do a whole bunch of this in my life, but. Great. This is this is where it is. This is how my mom's gonna find me. Yeah. Oh, jeez. I'm gonna be the first one with a you know with, with a jacket. And he leans over. And he's like, "You want to hit this?" I'm like, "Uh, sure." <laughs> okay, we you Chuck Berry in my car. Okay, we you Chuck Berry. So I had that. That was my own. That's my only great story like that. But I was like, I still have it. Now, if I had had this phone. Yeah. Then you'd have a picture with. Him. I'd have a picture with Chuck Berry in my car. Yeah. Smoking weed. Yeah. But the entire reason he wanted to me to drive him was so he could just relax. So we're driving around Cleveland. And he remembers playing everywhere. Yeah. Back in the day, you know, he's like, "Oh, I remember when this was this," and I, you know, uh, so do they have anything for Alan Freed here? Do they have a statue? I'm like, no, there's no Alan <laughs> Freed statue. He's the one that said rock and roll, before, you know, the first time on air. Yeah. Um, nothing like that. But he played. So I went from being in music to. Uh, to news talk, and I met up with a guy who, named Kevin Matheny, who you don't recognize a name because they used the name Kenny Rushton in the movie Private Parts. Okay, Kevin Kevin Matheny was Howard Stern's program director. Okay, at WNBC. No way in New York, and the movie had just come out. Yeah, but he was humbled by that. I mean, Howard Stern's this big huge media icon and Kevin Matheny's the operations manager in Cleveland, Ohio. Yeah. So there was a little bit of humbleness there, but he had this wonderful aura about him. He was very, he was a teacher. Um, I learned a lot from him. He was one of the first VJs on, he helped launch MTV and VH1. Yeah. So, I mean, there's just more knowledge that he's forgotten. So that's kind of how I grew up. And I grew up with guys who I, I, and I could rattle off their names in Cleveland and they would mean nothing to you, but these are guys who have been established huge, successful but would tell you that there is there are no shortcuts yeah you know there's there's only get in it have fun with it be a student of it don't forget to have fun with it don't forget to respect it you know because all this is all this is imaginary and i 
I'll, I'll, I'll bring that back here in a second. So I went from there. The Browns had just come back into town, created the Browns Radio Network. Yeah. And kind of having fun. Yeah. So a job came open in Nashville, and I, I, I didn't want it. I was in Nashville. I was, oh, fine, I'll go move to Nashville. And seven months later after that, there was a job that came open in Birmingham. Crap, where the hell is Birmingham? I'm in Nashville. Nashville's <laughs> awesome. Nashville's great. Yeah, yeah. You know, I I, I I had a beer with, um, uh, oh gosh, Toby. Um, Keith. Yes. Thank Toby you. Toby Keith? Yes. No way. I had a beer with Toby Keith because we were doing a, uh, our station there had a University of Tennessee. Okay. And it was a place called Two Doors Down on Demumbrian. Okay. And there was a bunch of old volunteers walking around. Peyton was there. Or not Peyton. Eli. No, Peyton was there. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, Peyton was there. And there was other UT guys. But, you know, Peyton was the big gun. Everybody, blah, 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 Peyton's here. Peyton's here. Mm-hmm. Um, but just, if you were over six feet tall, you were a jock. Yeah. And you were there to sign autographs and glad hand and do whatever. And great. Hope you're having fun. <laughs> I'm doing this. I just take a breath. I'm sitting next to this just gigantic guy. And just, so what position did you play? He's just laughing. He's like, what? I'm like, uh, former player, right? He's like, oh, you don't know who I am. I'm like, no. He's like, what do you do? I was like, I work in radio. He's like, oh, okay. You listen to country? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> no idea. Um, and everyone's trying to get his autograph, too, yeah. which is wh- wh- why I thought he was a player. Yeah. So I just busted my chops the entire time. I'm like, okay, yeah, great. I'm a moron. Yeah. So I went to Birmingham. And I was the first job being the program director, which is the boss. Yeah. And I was there at the same station. There's a guy named Paul Feinbaum who does sports on ESPN now. Okay. Uh, SEC. And he was just this master afternoon drive guy. Master. I mean, he's one of the top 10 radio sports guys in the country, according to, uh, to um, uh, Sports Illustrated. And he had, a, he had his own network. You know, he had affiliates out yeah. of Birmingham. It was regional, but he had affiliates. Yeah. And I just looked at this and I was like, all right, so my job is to not screw you up. I'm just here for the rest of the station. Yeah. So if you need anybody, if, if you need your carpets vacuumed, I'm, I'm ask me. If you yeah. have anything philosophical you need to talk to me about, you're already screwed. <laughs> so, but I always told him the truth, you know, and, and, and I, I didn't want anything from him. I, I just, I didn't want a damn thing from him. So we had this great working rapport. Yeah. He just wanted to know that, you know, I was looking out for him and he just wanted to let me know what he was doing for the station. And we shared and talked almost every day. Yeah. And it was fantastic. I didn't want to be part of his inner circle because I was, I had my own crap to do. Yeah. But it was also my first full-time talk shift because the guy that was doing mornings got himself fired. Oh, wow. Yeah. So... I was there, I'm doing it, and it's not a great station. Um, it wasn't then. There was some inner stuff, but uh, I, I, it was my first job being management probably too soon. I wasn't ready for it. I wasn't ready to juggle the, all that responsibility. How old were you? Uh, I had, oh gosh, just turned 29. Okay. I just turned 29, and um, I... Woke up one morning and I read in the paper, Paul Feinbaum is leaving WERC. Wow. So I was like, oh, well, I, I'm i about to be offended. Why didn't he call? Why didn't he do that? <laughs> yeah. Wait a second. Maybe the people I work with, maybe my bosses don't know. Oh, shoot. Maybe I, oh, nope. There's a quote from my boss right there. There's a quote from, oh, boy, this is my uh, last day here. Yeah. Okay, great. And I knew it. Paul called me and just 
he, Paul Feinbaum actually helped me get this job in Boise, Idaho. Oh, wow. Yes. And it was really cool of him to do that. But so, you, so you worked for the windshield factory? I worked for a the windshield factory that was part of the Mercedes plant from May of 07 to November of 07. Okay. November, no, no, December of 07. And worst job ever, but I'm so glad I did it. Yeah. So glad I did it, man. Have uh, you have you watched that show on Netflix called American Factory? I have not. So it's about Dayton, Ohio, mm-hmm. and how a Chinese company came back to Dayton and reinvested in, I think it was a GM plant that had closed down in like 2009. Okay. And they turned it into a windshield factory in 2013. Mm. And they brought over a bunch of Chinese guys mm-hmm. to teach the Americans how to do stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's fascinating yeah. watching that documentary. That plant that I was at is now closed. Oh, wow. Because ironically, that- No, ironically, to a Chinese factory in China. Oh, wow. Because they found it, it was easier to make and fabricate the windshields, put them on a boat, <laughs> put them through the, uh, the, the Amazon and, and, and get up here yeah. through the, the Gulf of Mexico than it was to actually put the molding on them in Birmingham, Alabama and drive them two hours to the factory. Yeah. Odd. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, I, I'd be pissed off. I mean, watching that, watching that documentary and watching those blue collar guys and gals that they interview and they talk to in Dayton, mm-hmm. that plant closes. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously you'd be pissed off. Sure. I mean, that's why I think Midwesterners are the way they are. They went through a bunch of hard shit like that when everything started being outsourced. Yeah. But there's also, I mean, there, it, it, it cuts both ways because we've all had our hearts broken. We've all had expectations and, and just had the rug pulled out under us. But at the same time, none of us are entitled to anything. Yeah. You know, you get to, again, we get to uh, pursue happiness. You're not guaranteed it. Yeah. So I can take a look back and say, well, okay, yeah, there were some issues here where, okay, yeah, the, the owner was kind of taking advantage of the workers, but then the workers may have gotten a little bit too greedy. Yeah. So don't get me wrong. They can go through people like Kleenex, you know, in just about any other where, any other place in the world. Because we value life, you know. There, there was a time where protective gear wasn't mandated. There, yeah. there was a time when, when all these, all the safety equipment wasn't mandated. So, speaking of this, mm-hmm. I watched a video the other day about the guys. I forget what they called them, roughnecks, maybe the guys that built the um, skyscrapers in New York City. Oh, jeez, who didn't wear any safety equipment? Wouldn't be able to do it today. Yeah, they stayed up there for eight hours. No ropes, no harnesses, no nothing. The Indians that are able to, to walk up high on the uh, on, on the scaffolding. Uh, just uh, amazing, yeah. amazing. But yeah. you're right; you yeah. wouldn't be able to do that today. America would not be built today if we waited till today. Yeah. So, yeah. but I mean, <laughs> nobody wants to. Nobody wants to build a, a a building and say, "Well, gosh, only forty people died building this." <laughs> yeah. So I, it, <laughs> I, I was so Golden Gate Bridge. I mm-hmm. think I read sixty three guys fell off into the water. Yeah. While they were building it, right? No big deal. Yeah, and it's just it, that, that's just the way it was, <laughs> and. You know, we we you try to make every project better than the last one, yeah. and then then eventually you have to say, all right, the, well, the goal is nobody's going to die. Yeah. How do we make it so nobody dies? Yeah. Well, yeah, we can do that, but this project's going to take another year. Is it worth it? Yeah. Well, who wants to look at some other human being and go, I don't know. Get rid of Snickle Fritz. You know, he's <laughs> he's awful. He just keeps looking at me. So the only the only thing that I can equate to it, I mean, the biggest, obviously, the biggest employer in Idaho is St. Luke's. Okay. But 
I work for St. Alphonsus. My wife works for St. Alphonsus. If St. Al's somehow just closed, mm-hmm. everyone that works there is out of a job. I right. mean, that's that's how I view what happened with the GM plant. Mm-hmm. I'd be very pissed off. I know my wife would be pissed off. And I'd know 5,000 other people that would be pissed off. Sure. Yeah. But there's also nothing that says that they have to stay open. No, I know. I know. Right. I mean, if, if they go under, how much of it is their fault? Yeah. How much of it is because of their lack of preparedness? You know, steel used to be huge in the Midwest. Yeah. Well, why did they lose steel? Part of it was because it was cheaper. Some would actually argue that some of the steel was better quality that was coming out of other areas of the world. Yeah. So how do you lose steel in an area to produce for cars in the area unless something isn't right? Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong. We sold a lot of our soul, but some of it is actually on us. Yeah. And that that's a hard pill to swallow. It's always a hard pill to swallow when you take a look back at all your failures. And it's very easy to be, well, that guy screwed me. Well, that guy screwed me. That guy didn't like me. I can also take a look back and go, yeah, I was kind of a jerk. Yeah, I was kind of lazy. Yeah, I was kind of a dick. All right. Yeah. yeah. Maybe, 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 maybe I wasn't the victim that was cool to tell at the bar. You know? <laughs> yeah. So it, it that that's a hard pill to swallow. Yeah. And nobody wants to go through that. But that's that is how you're going to get better. Yeah. So or grow. Do, would you ever go back to Cleveland? Now, um, and and do what and work. I, I don't know. I mean, oh, if you, I, 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 um, I, I tell you what, man. Uh, hypothetically, obviously, because I know you like your gig. Yeah, I love my gig. Yeah. And the thing is, is I, I mean, I have a lot of friends there. I, I can, I can tell you where to go get a pizza right now. I can tell you where to go get a, a corned beef sandwich right now. But without mom and dad there, it's literally just a town. Yeah, you know. And, and I just got done going through all that. Yeah, but, yeah. But yeah. uh, I, um, I, I, I'm not going back for Christmas this year for the first time in a long time. Wow. Just because it's it's. I mean, Cleveland to me is Christmas, Christmas story. Yeah, filmed in Cleveland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I loved going back there. My uh, my wife and I have great, well, fantastic Christmas stories to, <laughs> to talk about. But, um, but I never went there for her. Although, her and I story kind of kicked off at Christmas break. Yeah. So, I, I you ask me that now, and I'm not. That's not a goal. My, on, it, it, I'll visit one day because my buddies are there. Um, her family's in Youngstown, so I'm sure at some point I'll fly into Cleveland. So yeah. I'm not going to ignore it. Um, and there are people who are very close to me, but it, I, I, I need a break. Yeah, I need a break from Cleveland. I'm still going to root for the team. Yeah, uh, I'm still going to pull for the you know as long as they don't do stupid stuff. But I'm still going to pull for all of it. I just I I don't really want to go back. Yeah, because I really dig it here. I mean, I'm from the city. I'm not the city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm, I'm just from there now. Yeah. So I dig being, I mean, I walked into a bar in Cleveland wearing kind of what I'm wearing now. Yeah. And I get looked at. And I'm like, wait, are you wearing jeans and a dress shirt? And what What are you doing? I'm like, oh, okay. What are you supposed to wear in Cleveland? I, you're supposed to wear khakis. Or, you know, if you're wearing a dress shirt, you're going to wear dress pants. Uh-huh. I wears jeans and a dress shirt. And I'm just... I, it's not like I walked in there with a big belt buckle, like I was <laughs> from Idaho. You're right. I was, I was, I'm, I'm not a cowboy, I, 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 but you know what's funny is the opposite has happened to me at a bar in Cuna. Really? I was wearing shorts and a and like a polo shirt, uh-huh. and I walked in. And everybody's wearing pants, belt buckle, sure, starch collar, right? Bill fold in their back pocket, and everyone like just looked at me, and I was like, I do not belong in this place. The the only carryover from Cleveland that I still have is the black leather jacket. <laughs> oh yeah, I swear to every. <laughs> <laughs> it was just, it was, 
just what you wore. You yeah. just wore a black leather jacket. Now it's a thing here. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I don't think I'm. I, I'm not. I'm not. It's it's not a goal. Yeah. My goal is here. Yeah. And that's not a line. I mean, my my goal is to just chill. I I I don't think I'm going to be here 51 years because. You can't set out with that. Yeah. You can't say, well, I'm just going to be, I'm going to be here 52 years. Why? I don't want to beat Paul J. There's only one Paul J. Yeah. But I just want to be here as long as here will have me. Yeah. As long and as you're happy, as long as you're having fun. As long as I'm doing the job too. I mean, there's, there's a thing that it, it, I think people gravitate toward the show because A, it's live. I'm t- I'll, I might actually talk about something right down the street from you and you can actually call me. Yeah, you know, you, you can actually, or you'll actually see me out and about, yeah. and, and hopefully not think I'm some stupid celebrity that you can't <laughs> talk to. You know, I mean, obviously, listen, if I'm talking to my wife, don't be tapping on my shoulder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm probably going to elbow you in the face, so, um, or not. <laughs> um, again, that was an awful time. Of <laughs> Never allowed the zoo again. But, <laughs> but you know, just. I've met some fab, fantastic people at the bar. Yeah. And just say, hey, man, listen to your show all the time. Oh, cool. Yeah. That's it. Oh, sweet. Then there's other people that see it. It's like, I, I know they know it's me when they say my first and last name. Yeah. You know? Nate Shelman. Yes. KBOI. No, it's, it's not even that. It's just <laughs> Nate Shelman. Now, if you call me Nate or if you call me Shelman, yeah. I'm like, hey, what's up? You know, whatever. But if you call me Nate Shelman, yeah. oh, son of a gun. Yeah. Okay. Well, the cool thing is, is I'm the same guy off air that I am on air, so I don't need to be anybody different. Yeah. They're like, hey, man, I want to talk to you about everything going on with the election. Dude, show ended at six. <laughs> show ended at six, man. All right. So we're going to go ahead and we're going to put that over there. I'll be happy to talk to you about literally anything else yeah. except work. Yeah. Tell me about you. Tell me about this. What are you here for? What's You come here. What's a good place? What's, what's something good to eat? Yeah. That's all. I just. A little bit goes of there. There are times where you just got to put it down. Yeah, totally. You know, you don't you don't lift weights all the time. You don't train all the time. You yeah. just no. I'm just watching TV. Yeah, you know, I I do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, so I I was gonna ask you, and I we're kind of coming up on an hour and a half, but I wanted to ask you a little right. bit about um, Boise State. What's going on with them? Because you, I think you're a little bit more connected to it than I am. This year, this year. Okay, so. Just a couple moments ago, the Mountain West came out and said that they are going to do football. Yeah, their uh, teams are going to get eight uh, eight conference games, and they'll have the option to do two non conference games. They're just going to push it off till okay September twenty sixth or the week ending September twenty sixth, something in there. Sorry if I'm if I'm off on that. So yeah, week ending September twenty sixth. So then I guess it's kind of on BSU to figure out okay, all right, you have three non conference opponents. Um. Georgia Southern don't know Marshall don't know BYU how can how can you not play BYU yeah I'm sorry I do they have the option I I was I don't know who it was I was looking at something on Instagram but they they asked who the two non-conference games should be mm -hmm. so do they have the option to schedule new games I don't know um, because I mean there's still money that's being paid from somebody to somebody unless it's just a quid pro yeah. You know, Marshall came here one year. We go there one year. I, I I don't know if any money's really exchanging hands. Um, I mean, Florida State there was yeah. to a degree, but even that that got fouled up yeah. last year and this year. Yeah. So as far as I'm concerned, I really don't care about Florida State. I'd yeah. rather play somebody better. So uh, UCF. So, <laughs> um, but no, I that that's so that's where it is this year, and so it, it's either there's either going to have the conference championship, the fifth, twelfth, or nineteenth, depending on what the teams decide. But now instead of a month, we have close to two months to 
figure that out, which I would, I'd like to believe that they'll have that figured out soon yeah. rather than later because nobody was returning any calls yeah. and everybody was talking way in general, uh, general, general, general uh, terms. So I, I think calls were being made. Nobody just, nobody wants to say anything yet because it's not written down. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's a bummer that Florida State isn't coming here, but let's face it. People from Florida weren't flying to Boise, Idaho. Yeah. I personally would actually dig U of I just, if we, if we have fans, if we don't have fans, literally play anybody else. Yeah, yeah. Seriously, you, me, and nine other people get together. <laughs> we'll play Boise State. Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> get a jersey back on Kellen, and, I and, can't, and you know, I can't even imagine them doing it. I mean, I know they're doing it with basketball right now. They mm-hmm. did it with UFC, but with college football without fans would be the most bizarre thing in the world, and it would feel like a scrimmage. Like it, games feel different. Oh sure, it, it would mean, it would be practice without without the without the band. You know, I I would assume you have an announcer. Yeah, or they pump noise into the stadium, or which you have to do. Yeah, I I was I was really not a fan of the pump noise until you don't really need to hear everything that goes on. <laughs> Did, are you a UFC fan? Oh yeah. Do Do you like that? The oh, fights? Have you watched? The it, didn't fights? Like, it, yeah, did, it didn't bother me. It didn't bother me at all. Didn't bother me at all. Um, because I, you notice it during World, uh, WWE. You don't notice it during UCF because you, you try for the top-down angle all the time, or you, you you see the first row of judges, and then you see Rogan, and, yeah. and then you see everybody there. So okay, you you know maybe you get the chick holding the sign telling you what round it is, <laughs> yeah. but that's it. I don't care who else is in the stands. I care about the guy getting roundhouse. Yeah, that's who I care about. Yeah. Um. So uh, I could I I will spend eighty ninety. I'll spend a hundred bucks watching uh, Amanda Nunes uh, yeah. fight. She's, she's Unbelievable. Yeah. So Stipe's fighting uh, Cormier again. Yeah. Round three. Uh, do you like Do you like Stipe? I mean, I know you said he's a Cleveland guy. He's so a Cleveland I, guy. You uh, got You got to root for him. And, yeah. and everything I've heard about the guy is he's real. Yeah. So he. Have, he, you, have you heard him talk? Well, yeah, but I'm used to it. <laughs> See, you laugh, but I'm used to that. <laughs> you know, he, I he just mumbles a little bit. Well, okay. First of all, get hit as many times as he has. I know. Yeah, let's, yeah. See, let's see how good you're. Dick. No, go yeah. ahead, smartass. Get, get, I'll call him right now. Um, I, I feel like I, I just like Daniel Cormier because he's. I mean, he doesn't have the quintessential athlete body. No, but he's awesome. And I, I mean, he's I got just, a great personality. He's got a, Cormier's got a killer personality. He's amazing. He's an amazing guy. Stipe is a different different route. He's he's a different mold. But when you when you know somebody who's from Euclid or from Independent, nobody cares about Independence. <laughs> but when you know somebody who's from Euclid, and again, ethnicities is the if there was anything I missed, I miss ethnicities. Yeah, I miss the ethnic little areas of town because that's what. That's what I had. Yeah. And I know it's going to sound so old school or so like a movie. But, but you go through Little Italy or Chinatown yeah. or... I mean, Cleveland really didn't have a China. I mean, it was a block. But I mean, it, it, I going to a Chinatown, fantastic. But you also go to a Slovak area or you go to a Polish area yeah. or you go to any number of Jewish delis or you go to a you go to an Italian deli. Oh, gosh. Yeah. I mean, just food you can't find. And, 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 and there's... I. Worked at an Italian bakery. Yeah. You know, so I feel like I'm blessed that I'm one of the only few non-Italians that knows how to make calzone. Yeah. Because a grandma who was smoking a cigar, cigarillo, <laughs> was making it and she did 
she didn't care that her ash was falling in there. That flavor, go ahead, whatever. Yeah. And yeah, so I, I, I missed that. But the more that Boise grows, the more you will get. The Italian food's gotten a lot better. Yeah. And once upon a time, it was Olive Garden. Yeah. Now, hey, you actually have choices. Yeah. You know, Luciano's. The, yeah. The, 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 the pizza's gotten better. Uh, not that it was ever bad. I mean, it's hard to, it's hard <laughs> screw, to screw up pizza. pizza. <laughs> uh, but I mean, just, just the, more, the, the more it grows, I still love the Idaho stuff where you have elk because I didn't have elk anywhere else. Yeah. It's here. Um, so I saw I saw deer running on Federal Way the other day. Yeah, that's crazy. And I saw one on State. Yes, still. <laughs> I'm I'm sitting there going, wow, what 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 coyote missed its mark? Yeah. But that's that's the way it was. I um when my first apartment when I got here was right by Plantation Golf Course. Okay, and it was a fantastic place. I mean, scenic views. It was right next to a uh uh, uh mobile uh, mobile home area. Yeah, so. They apparently dealt a lot of drugs. I mean, who else? Why else do you need a Rottweiler outside of a mobile home? <laughs> right outside the back of this place was Plantation Golf Course, right there on the 11th tee. Yeah. And these apartments were old barracks at Gowan Field. Yeah, I thought it was a hotel the first, <laughs> the yeah, first, time, the first I time I drove by it. So it would be so common for me to see deer come out of the, uh, out of the golf course and just walk right down state. And I got so nervous. I called the cops. First time I saw it, I was like, dude, there's a deer and it's going and it's it's on the road. Yeah. And the guy's like, So where are you from? I'm like, um I'm originally from Ohio. Like, oh, okay. Well, we have deer here. Yeah. Sometimes they walk on the road. Yeah. Did you want me to arrest the deer? <laughs> Do you want me to bring the deer? This guy's busting my chops. Do you want yeah. me to bring the deer in for questioning? I'm like, there was a fox that was, you know, there. Fantastic. Yeah. So no, I I uh I, I dig it. It's it's I'm not an outdoors guy. Yeah. Uh I've wrecked my body way too much. <laughs> yeah. Um don't well, ever you... tell don't ever tell me kickers don't try. So <laughs> my knees don't work. Yeah. So yeah, no, I, I, I love it. Yeah, I uh I appreciate it too. I mean I I don't ever want to lose the uh you know, you can drive for thirty minutes and be in the middle of nowhere. That that's no. what I don't want to lose. But, but with your roots in Southern California, do you want to go back there? You can visit. Yeah, I, I visited. I love it, and I appreciate it for what it is. And then you leave it. But I don't want to live there. It's, it's like, oh, good, it's here. All right, and time yeah. to go. Yeah. 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 As yeah. gorgeous as Malibu is, it's kind of dirty. Dude, are, are you going to eat meat? Are you, <laughs> do you know what's in that meat? Are, are you eating bread, like real bread? Is that real bread? I, I think there's more vegans in Boise than there are in Malibu. Oh, jeez. <laughs> it'll, it'll, it'll run its course. Yeah. So. Yeah. But no, man, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's fun. And I, I still, I still enjoy the journey every day. It's, I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. Yeah. You know, I, I, I have an idea, but I don't know. Yeah. So now I got to get to work. I yeah. mean, now we're going to have football season. So yeah. now I got to write a whole bunch of scripts Yeah. and get the, get the play by play and get the team together and, and find out who's going to go where. Um, because I mean, we don't have Jeff Caves here this year, yeah. so it's, it's okay. Who's going to do pregame? Who's going to do postgame? Yeah. What kind of people want to do postgame? Uh, is, I forget which Kavner brother it is. Pete. Is he still working? Yeah. Okay. I hope so. Awesome. I mean, I just messaged him a couple weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I, I, I assume so. Yeah. Um, and he's cool. Um, he's awesome. And I love, I love his preparation. I mean, it's just cool seeing somebody that like, I mean, I know him. We weren't there at the same time, but seeing his, you know. Can I tell the, my Pete story? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So I was first, first week or two that I was the program director. Somebody called in with a complaint about Pete Kavner. <laughs> 
How do you complain about Pete Kafter? He said something to the effect of, it's like, oh, they're going to get in the huddle and they're going to look up the skirt of whatever play. And and he just let it out there. I was just like, okay, it, what? Yeah. Said, that was sexist. That was demeaning. It was demeaning toward women. I'm like, Oh my God. Yeah. This is, and, and right then in my head, I was like, this is why I didn't want to be a program director because now I got to <laughs> deal with the crap. Now I got to deal with that. And then somebody else called in about the same thing. I'm like, okay, are you two calling other people to complain about whatever? Yeah. So I got to call Pete. Yeah. And Pete doesn't know who the hell I am. Right. Yeah. I, he just, Nate, who? I just, program, no, never mind. <laughs> hey, man, you said something the other day. Just heads up. He's like, seriously? I'm like, yeah, I know. I don't want to be calling you either. Um, but heads up, just, it's a thing by the way. And I meant this because when Pete gets excited, I mean, Pete's a fan. Yeah. Pete's a fan. Just like I'm a fan. Oh yeah. And yeah. Pete will go nuts. Um, when, when, uh, when Boise state beat, uh, Florida state, when he said, get on the bus, I'm like, <laughs> Oh yeah, man, I'm there. Let's go Pete. Pete's driving. I'm sorry. Pete's, Pete's there. I mean, I, I'm out of my mind. I'm just like, I just, Dude, give me that. Yeah. Give me that raw excitement. Don't swear. Give me that raw excitement yeah. as a fan because every everybody wants to be the, uh, I want to be the most professional down the middle uh, color guy. Yeah. No. Yeah. Boise State fans are listening to Pete Cavender. Boise State just won. Pete Cavender better be out of his mind excited yeah. because I'm out of my mind excited listening to Pete Cavender give me the ins and outs of what's going on. Yeah. So, yeah. no, Pete's is, a great guy. Is he working... Is he working for you guys in the off season? Or no, he does. Uh, he works with. I, I, yeah, I think. I think he works with Learfield, and I could be wrong with that, but he doesn't work with us. Gotcha. So, I, I actually have no idea what he does because yeah. the only time I actually see or hear anything, he's always on a boat or he's partying in Vegas. <laughs> yeah, or something. I'm Lake just, Cascade or something like that. Just, I uh, I need to get Pete on the podcast too because he never I calls. <laughs> I'll I'll try to get him. No, it's fine to it's come fine. back to me. No. Um, but um, I, I asked him. I asked him if he wanted to do a Bronco game night. He's like, oh man, it's gonna be a long day. I'm like, really? Another hour and a half of talking football? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not asking you to, you know, run nine miles or or move windshields. But it that. is. But it, but it is work. Yeah. You know, when you when you get done doing this, I mean, you figure well, what's a game depending on what game you just go through. Yeah. Then it's the final sound, and then you go through the interviews. And oh, phew, all right, the game's over. You want that to be done? Oh wait, now I got to hear everybody else and talk about it again. Yeah. So I I can I can I can get it I I can understand where he's coming from yeah, with that. so yeah. it's it's fun though I mean if that's the biggest part of problem that you're having you're having a great day <laughs> yeah you're having a fantastic day yeah I need to reach out to him and maybe his brother too I eventually I'd like to be able to do three people at the same time um, but I've been reaching out to former Broncos mm-hmm. bringing them on just talking about what we're doing now why are you doing this. Uh, I'm doing this because I love having conversations with people. I just like listening to people. Right. And I've had so many good conversations with guys mm-hmm. that I wish I would have recorded. Sure. And I wish I could have shared them with people. When you, and, and I, I don't want to repeat what you, I can't remember if you said something off air or, or this before we start talking, but yeah, who's your top five? Top who's five. Your, who's your top, if you could have anybody on, forget, forget about who you don't know, forget about whose number you don't have, forget about whose email you don't have. If you could talk to anybody in this chair, which by the way is extremely oh. comfortable, who <laughs> would you have on? Uh, Antique World Mall, by the way. Okay. I don't know if you've ever been there. No. You've never done a show from Antique World Mall. Okay. I might have and forgot. <laughs> I'll have to go there now. Um, I don't know. I Definitely at the top of the list, and I know I could get him, and this is, it sounds so stupid, but Coach Pete. Okay. Um, he's top of the list just because 
he was so influential on me. Really? Yep. Oh, yeah. You know how I've never actually spoken to him in my You've life? never talked to him? Never. He, never had him on the show? I understand he complained about my show one time, but I never I never got a phone call from him. Never had him in studio. Nothing. I don't know who. I, he complains about the media. I mean, we... Blaine Meyer couldn't stand me. <laughs> Blaine Meyer couldn't stand me. And I walked up to him at, a, at Fred Meyer right after he had... I, I guess he had left. Yeah. Or they... Whatever. Mutual. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I walked up and I was like, Hey, Mr. Blaymeyer, how are you? He's like, oh. I'm like, yeah, you know who I am. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, they were they were so anti-media with us. Um, you know, if if Chad Kripe was coming in, they would say, he already has it written. He's just looking for a quote from you. Yeah. I mean, it was, you know, take your time. You don't have to. And it's the opposite of the radio thing. You mm-hmm. don't have to fill the time. Right. If they ask you a question, take as much time as you want to answer the question. Um, but they coached us up a ton for that stuff, and that maybe that's why he just. But I hear he's always in, I hear he's always in Idaho. I, I, he he goes to McCall. Okay, yeah. Does he have a place, or he just goes there? I think he has a place in McCall. I'm not sure. I talked to him on the phone the other night for like 30 minutes. Oh my gosh! And it was incredible reconnecting with him. And what what I respect about him so much is the fact that he's so open about where he is in his life. Uh huh. And when he left Boise State, he sat the team down. And it was before my bowl game my senior year. So I had Coach Pete for every game except for one. Okay. And we had Coach Gregory. He was our interim coach. Got it. Um, okay. And Pete, he just said, he said, for the guys that have been here for six years, you've heard me say the same exact thing mm-hmm. all the time for six years. I think you guys need a change. And so he thought he had given the program everything wow. he could. He told us that. He was straight up about it. Mm-hmm. And then I think he just wanted to go see what he could do at Washington. Mm-hmm. And then he's gotten to that point now at UW. And he wants to step back from football. And he said he thinks he has done everything he could with the football oh, well. team. Um, but I had an issue. I think I think it was with a wide receiver. There was a wide receiver. During my era? Uh, yeah. Or? Yeah. Um, who may have... Yeah, didn't make the uh, may somebody else may have been taking their test for this person. And, <laughs> okay. Um, I mean, I know you don't know exactly who I'm talking about. <clears throat> so, and and I made it my my thing was is like, wait a second. Here's one thing I don't. I'll, I'll tell you, it's not me versus you. Yeah. Okay. For not you now, you yeah, then. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. My thing for accountability is I don't care about you, but if you're going to a public school and some part of the funding that puts you up, feeds you, teaches you is on our dollar. Yeah. I hate to break it to you guys, but you might actually owe us some explanations when you screw up. Yeah. Because, you know, talk about entitlement. Um, you have talent. You, The royal you. not yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously not you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> or or, or maybe, I'd, maybe I'd be in the NFL. But, but the royal you... You guys have talent. Yeah, we recognize it. We brought you here. We want to, you know, get you get you to the next level. Yeah. But if you're doing drugs, or if you're if you got a gun in your car, or you, you're doing all this, we we're owed that because I would want the same thing from whatever teacher it was, or whatever uh, lawmaker it was, or, or whatever. Yeah. And I know you're not that important, but it's still accountability. And I that, that was the thing that Pete had a problem with. It's like, who are you to go after us? We own you. I I quite honestly think. That is an anomaly with Coach Pete mm. because from I've heard I've talked to some insiders I've talked to some guys that have worked for Harson I think the was guys it Pettis? was it was it was it, it Pettis? probably was Pettis or Titus or 
Oh, my, yeah, it was either Ty- it was either Pettis or Titus. I mean, yeah, are- yeah, no, I think it was Titus. <laughs> now that I think about it, uh, I can't, I can't remember. Yeah, but I mean, I've just I've heard some stuff about the entitlement being a real issue now with the guys, and I mean, I just I haven't heard good things about. Harris. Okay, so that's one. Who's two? I quite honestly, I haven't even thought about it. Why? I want to interview my friends. I want to interview people I'm interested. Well, that's in. easy, but okay, <laughs> okay. If they, if I Pete, want to interview Trump, okay, and I know how I'm going to go about doing it. Okay, you you can have Pete on any time. Seriously, the next time Pete goes to McCall, you can take all this crap to McCall. Yeah, but I'm and not, go sit down with him. I'm not interested in Trump. No, but I'm I'm just. It's not about the Trump thing. I, I'm, you know what I mean? Yeah. I I oh gosh. I think if I wanted to... I wish I would have interviewed Billy Graham. Okay. You know what I mean? I I wish I could have said to him, like, wait a second. Wow. You have heads of state who want to talk to you, not the other way around. Yeah. You know, I wish I could have talked to... um, Oh, gosh. Uh, Elon Musk. I'd love to to chat with him. I don't want to smoke weed with him like everybody (laughs) else has. But, you know, just say, hey, uh, 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 creative process, creatively. You know, talk like... Can you be a regular human see, being? See this the stuff I'm. <laughs> can you be it? No, but you know what I mean. It's, yeah, it's. Wait, he, he didn't grow up in 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 Cleveland. He didn't. His 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 dad didn't work two jobs. His mom didn't work two jobs, yeah. or maybe they did. I have no I have no idea what All the story right. is. I, I have one that's a little bit. It's aiming a little bit higher. Okay, and there's two guys actually, Arian Foster and Brian Cushing. Okay, and those two guys, I listen to them on a podcast. Arian Foster used to have a podcast, and I wish he still did it. And if he somehow hears this, uh-huh. he has at least one fan. Oh, nice. Um, but he stopped doing it like over a year ago. But they were very open about their struggles after they got done playing. And that's something that interests the heck out of me. Um, Why? Mental health. Okay. Um, stru- is, is it a mental health thing? It's a mental health thing, totally. Okay. And struggling with trying to fit in somewhere when you're done with football. Because you're a football player your whole life. And then you get done. Right. You're not around them anymore. You're not around that environment anymore. Uh-huh. What do you do? Where did do you, you go? Did you have that? Oh yeah, totally. I still have it. Why? I don't know. I don't know what. I mean, it's. I think it's something with being around that high intensity group all the time. You have direction. You have a schedule. Mm-hmm. You know what the big overall goal is at all times. And once that's taken away from you, you have to figure out what your what your purpose is now uh-huh. when it's not football anymore. So okay. So what's your purpose? I don't know. My purpose is talking to people, making people smile. Dude, you're... <clears throat> I know. <clears throat> yeah, I talk with her. and we Okay, have a, okay. And, uh, you can say wife. I mean, you don't have to say her name. You can say, I'm a husband first. I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> no, we're... Oh, my wife and I... I, oh, I feel like my wife and I have... You are not sleeping on my couch. <laughs> no, I'm sure it's great. Because you, you said wife, like, okay, before, naturally. Before you came over here, she left for her night shift. Mm-hmm. I made her lunch and her dinner tonight. Nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, we that, a, but that's your purpose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, I mean, not, not, it's not your only purpose. Yeah. But why? You were so used to, because I, I, I had some of it. Yeah. You know, where I had my goals, but I was like, oh, this is how my life is going to be because yeah. this is what I've done. I've always played soccer. I'm going to play soccer forever. Oh, I played football. I'm going to play football forever. Oh, I want to be in the Coast Guard. Well, I'm going to be in the Coast Guard forever. And then stuff happens. Yeah. You know, you stuff gets hurt. Stuff changes, whatever. Yeah. And I mean, I have, I have small specific goals day to day, but my big overall goal, I just want to learn. Like I want to learn about people. I want to learn about stuff. I want to learn about history. Cool. I want to travel. 
So, so you so you put the helmet down. Oh yeah, totally. Okay. Yeah. Because I'll, I'll tell you what, I actually outside of this right here. Yeah. Uh, that you, hold on a second. <laughs> Bishop Kelly. Oh my gosh. Did you cut your own hair? <laughs> Probably. No, seriously, that's adorable. Wow. <laughs> um, you know, I, I don't feel like I'm walking into some guy's house who's holding on to the past. No, not at all. Because I see that from some other people that yeah. are out there, and I don't want to name names because, you know, I don't want it's them. Or you just, okay, you're not that anymore. Give it up. Yeah. You're still important, by the way. Just know that. You're still important. Yeah. You, you may not be a superstar. So what? Yeah. Well, it, it, I mean, it's it's hard because I don't think anybody ever talks about it. Because you're on top of the world. You're winning championship games. Mm -hmm. You're scoring touchdowns. 80,000 people are cheering for you. And then all of a sudden you're throwing boxes in a storeroom. Yeah. Or you're getting coffee for someone. Mm -hmm. It's hard to be in that position. You're a freshman again. Ever have a billboard with your face on it? No. It's fantastic. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you. Oh, what, my what, gosh. What, what are you going to do when they take it down, though? Oh, no, 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 no. I, I, when, I, when I had that in Birmingham, yeah. biggest, oh, you talk about you made it. It's like, I made it. Yeah. There's a billboard with my face on it. Yeah. Did you ever have, like, imposter syndrome, though? Or, like, the most humbling experience? I actually watched him take it down. Oh, wow. And it was over, okay, it was over a strip club. That, <laughs> that was, I think there were others, but the one I watched him take down was the one that was on my route all the time. And I watched him take it down just little by little. And, just, and then it was McDonald's, you know, yeah. and then it was just, oh, I mean, I'm glad they took it down because now I don't have to look at and remind myself of who I was. And, yeah, you know, we've all, we've all been dumped by the hot chick. Okay, yeah. <laughs> maybe I have, not you. Um, <laughs> but, but you're like, wait, I just want one more. I just want one more dance. I just want one more kid. Yeah. And no, 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 let it go. Let, I think, it, let it go and find that new path. So I don't know if you know this about me. I was an offensive lineman. Okay. I didn't get any of the glory. It was more You about, talk so well, though. <laughs> <laughs> I do have a master's degree. I don't know if you knew that. Uh, wow. I Look at you. <laughs> I. It wasn't about scoring touchdowns and stuff. It was about being around the guys all the time and, yeah. and the grind and the work. That's what I miss. And But it's so hard to tell your stories because everyone, dude, that run that so-and-so made is like, yeah, you know what? I blocked the guy that got out of his way so we could make that run. No, my, yeah, that's what I did. My my joke always is my second start ever, I was a sophomore. We were playing at um, Colorado State and Doug Martin had like an 85-yard touchdown run. It was like ESPN top three, you mm -hmm. know. And I completely whiffed on my guy. And if I didn't whiff on that guy, Doug wouldn't have scored. So oh my gosh. It's like if I wasn't a terrible offensive lineman, Doug wouldn't have scored. I'll tell you my football story, <laughs> then, and I'll, then I'll leave you alone. So my sophomore year, Benedictine High School, we played Sandusky High School. Okay. And I was jacked because I'm the starting kicker. Yeah. Sophomore. Yeah. Yeah. Bitches. I, yeah. <laughs> Person that was a senior, I'm a sophomore. Yeah. So... I still want the seniors to dig me out. You know, I'm, they're still, okay, whatever. You're the kicker. Just don't screw it up. Um, one of the captains said, okay, first guy that walks, first guy that comes up to you, slap him, slap him, just slap him in the helmet and just keep, you know, just go to the right and go right around. Okay. And this big, I mean, literally the largest human being <laughs> I've ever seen. And while I'm telling the story, why don't you go ahead and Google? Why don't you go ahead and Google NFL players out of Sandusky oh High School? God. 
And it's going to be the first one. Okay. Probably. The only one I know. And I do it. And I ran, I ran off the field. I didn't, I didn't slap him and Hulk over him or do anything. I slapped him and ran to the bench. Yeah. I'm like, okay. And they're jazzed. They're like, do it again, do it again, do it again. <laughs> I don't want to do it again. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't. This I, is after like a PAT. This is after a touchdown. Yeah. Uh, PA, yeah, yeah, after, yeah. 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 And I, I do it. Did you get there? Did you get to who it is? Because uh, I'll tell you, I'll tell you in a second. Okay. Um, I did it a second time, and I had I don't know who anybody is from Sandusky High School. Yeah. Like Sandusky's where Cedar Point is, by the way. That's the great amusement park. Okay, nobody cares about the damn football. I didn't even know they had a football team. Yeah, so I do it again, and he gets a he he gets a forearm into me. I'm like, oh, okay, all right, now big guy can I can run. Yeah, and he says something to me. He's like, he said, do it again. I fucking dare you. Do it again. Yeah. And one of the guys walks up to me and he's like, you know you got to do it again. I'm like, <laughs> I, I, I don't, I don't want to slap him again. I, yeah. I, I think he's going to kill me. Yeah. I, I think he's actually, he's going to murder me. If I, I don't, I don't want to. This is the largest human being I've ever <laughs> literally ever seen, been on a field face to face ever. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll we're going to score. We're going to score right now. Don't score. Yeah. I, we, 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 can we just kneel the entire game? This first quarter. Yeah, <laughs> we yeah. Just go ahead. Do it again. I slap him again, and he just comes right after me. Yeah. And puts and he just shoves me down. I thought he was gonna just land on top of me, but uh, I I didn't know who I was doing this with. Yeah. Until they called out his name a couple of times. Like you know, Orlando's a really weird name. <laughs> For a for, for a first name, who, yeah. who names her guy or who names her son Orlando? Yeah, who names just Orlando Pace? <laughs> I slapped Orlando Pace in the head, and I lived to tell the story. Yeah, of me slapping him and running yeah, like a yeah. little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's what kickers do. Go slap that guy now. Run. Yeah, That's it. Yeah, because. By the way, if if the kick returner is getting back to us, you're already fucked. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, <laughs> you just are. Yeah, yeah. But that's I, awesome. No, it wasn't. I was just <laughs> frightened. So you you played soccer. You played uh, football. football. Well, kicked. Yeah. Did you attempt to play in college? Or? I did. Yeah, I did attempt, and I would have liked to have done it, yeah. but it just wasn't in the cards. Yeah. You know, I by then I had I had already. Plan number one was to be in the Coast Guard. Yeah. Okay. That was plan number one. Go to the Coast Guard Academy. Just go through all that, and then find out that okay, well, you had a back injury. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, you didn't tell us about it. Yeah, I did. It's in the medical <laughs> record. With yeah. The, okay. Well, you're not going to go here anymore. You're going to go to Ohio University, and then you play club soccer, and then you get to you know screw around with the football team here and there, and then you you know wind up. Okay, what am I going to do? Yeah. Okay, you can get accepted into the program or something else. By then, it was kind of partying a little bit because I was bummed because I wasn't in the Coast Guard because yeah. I had a hard time letting that go. Yeah, yeah. And life isn't going the way I wanted to. My mom was a nurse, so medical terminology I grew up with. So I'm acing tests <laughs> drunk. Yeah. And I'm not even over, I can't oversell it. Yeah. There were people who were actually studying, and I'm showing up with vodka on my breath. Yeah. Just no multiple choice. You're filling stuff in, and then you're just all right, done. Yeah. Um, Dad brought me back home. He's like, "All right, you, you, if you're gonna get drunk, you can get drunk here." <laughs> and then I just ran away and joined the radio. 
and uh, dad was fine with it. He's like, all right, don't screw up. Mom was mom lost her mind. What do you mean you, you were going to be a physical therapist? Yeah, but now I'm going to be in radio. Yeah, which is now I understand what parents go through when their when their kid tells them I'm going to be on Broadway, and they're like, yeah. oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I I think one of the things and, and and one of the entitlements that I have, and I think was something that my parents did was if I was interested in something, they worked their ass off to figure a lot, a lot a, a, out a lot of it for themselves. Yeah. And then, okay, encourage them, you yeah. know, whatever, you know, I want to be an astronaut. Okay. Well, uh, Hey, you want to go to space camp? <laughs> uh, so I've been to space camp. Yeah. I watched yeah. the Hubble launch. Yeah. I've watched the space shuttle launch. Yeah. And now dad also told me how much, they got in debt for that and how much, you know, they went broke for doing that. But that was also shit they did for themselves too. Mom yeah. wanted to go to Lords to see Our Lady of the Lords and they, they did that stuff. Yeah. So that's just how I grew up with just that empowerment and, and they each had their own, their own back. So I would say to anybody, it's like, dude, what do you, what do you want to do? Why do you want to do it? Okay, go just have fun with it. Yeah. Somebody told me once, um, the guy I used to produce, his name was Brian Fowler and one of the best guys in the world. He said, just do it as good as you can. And if you're good at it, the money will follow. Yeah. If you're having fun, then you're fulfilled. If you're having fun and you get paid well, great. Yeah. You know, don't worry about the fame. That that's cares about that. Yeah. So it was it was really cool. Um some uh and I can't remember who told me this when I was getting into radio or doing radio that where do you want to be? Because when you first get into radio, people want to be syndicated. They want to be the next whatever. They want to be Casey Kasem or Stern or whatever. Yeah. And like, you're a doctor. What's the difference between a doctor in Boise, Idaho and a doctor in New York? Yeah. What's the difference? Yeah. And you see, you hear some of these guys and you've probably seen it on, you know, Sunday and you know, wait a second. Wait, I'm not in the NFL, but that dumbass is. <laughs> Hold on. Yeah. Hold on. Whatever. It's who you know. I Whatever. I can't wait to do whatever tomorrow. Yeah. So that that's it. Yeah. And I hear some guys on there like, wait a second. I, I know I'm not great. But better than oh, whatever. Yeah. Whatever. You just let it go. Yeah. And and I hope I hope you didn't take what I said the wrong way. Well, like I'm not I'm not dissatisfied. With oh no, 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 no. Um you, I for a for a second you were. <laughs> for, no, for, for a, a second, second you were, but, and then you found it. But I truly, truly believe um because nobody ever reached out to me when I was done, mm-hmm. and I wish somebody had. And so I want to be that person for the guys Got it. coming out now. Okay, so, yes. Um, okay, so give me give me one give me one more goal you want to have with this. One more goal I want one to have with goal. this because you're doing this. You want to talk to your friends. You want you want to, you want to have fun. You want to have great discussions. Where are you now, and where do you want this to take you? I think it would be nice. Um, I think it'd be nice to, you know, have a financial interest in this. Okay. Yeah. I want to hear what this show sounds like. Yeah, I'm going to piss you off. <laughs> because I hate it when people did this to me. Yeah. I want to hear how this show transcends from you being just Spencer says stuff to Spencer, new dad. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just yeah, yeah, yeah. something like that where you're like, hold on a second. I thought I had this figured out. But now I have a girl. Now I want to kill every guy that I can see. I want every child within my eye, eyesight. I just I'm now I'm every boy at least. Now whatever. I just now 
because I, I, I love how that changes people. I yeah. love how that changes perspectives. Like, I got everything figured out. Oh, I got a kid. I know nothing. I know absolutely nothing. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's, I mean, obviously, that's one of the awesome things about mm-hmm. life. It's part of the adventure going and doing new things and having new Now, if you don't want kids, then, then fine. Don't no, have No, no, no. We want to have kids. We definitely want to have kids, Why? but I'm not going to change. I'm not going to change who I am because I have a kid. I'm gonna ra- I'm gonna raise him. Oh, you're adorable. <laughs> oh, gonna, you're. Oh, yeah. I've I have seen people. I'm not gonna change who I am because I have a kid. <laughs> oh my god. Save this. Do, do you have kids? No. Okay. I I, I have seen friends. No, but of I paid mine. a doctor a, a lot of money to make sure I don't have kids. <laughs> so if I have kids, and I had to pay off a couple lawyers, but I, I have a doctor. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh wow. <clears throat> So when we want to go somewhere, wife and I. Yeah. You don't have to worry about anything. It's great. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. I, I know what I'm ordering and I know what she's ordering <laughs> and it's fantastic. And I've, I've seen friends of mine change who they are because they have kids. And then I've seen friends of mine bring a child into their lives. Mm-hmm. And that's what I want to do with my okay. wife. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, but I, I think it, it'll change you too. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you've got to figure it out. No, I don't. I, Until I do not have it figured out. I'm a student of life. I want to learn something every day. I don't like that the dog has just been. Every time the dog, every time you speak, <laughs> the dog gets excited. When I speak, the dog goes to sleep. Until you screamed like uh, Pete Cavanaugh. Well, yeah, and then and then the dog got excited and, and thought I was Pete for a second. Well, I had to let her in because she was whining at the door. Aww. Um, well, dude, thanks for having me on, man. Yeah, yeah. I so what I've been doing. I don't know. Have you listened to an episode yet? I have not. Okay, so, I should. I've been giving people the last word on the podcast. So, oh if, no, if, this if, this exercise. <laughs> you what's your word? <laughs> it really? Can, it can be just be nice to people. Oh, it's, screw that. <laughs> be nice to who gives a shit? Um. Oh gosh! No, you're just staring at me. That's the other part of it that I hate. This. I want to what's your thing, can, and then they look at you. We can end it. We can end it right now. If you no, want. no, because now hold on, I, I I can do this. Here's here's my attempt. It's gonna suck. Um, don't be afraid to fail. Okay, that's it. Don't be afraid to fail. All right, that that's all I can tell you. Okay, I, I'm I want to succeed, but I the only thing I'm afraid of is not knowing why. Yeah, you know, if if I I can tell right now, ninety nine point nine percent of why I didn't succeed in everything else I've tried. Yeah, now I might be off in a couple of things, but because <laughs> I don't know everything, I know it sounds like I do. Um, but I I, I hope to bring something from it because I'll go and I'll listen to me. after I'm done here. I'm gonna go tear myself apart. <laughs> you know, just go back and listen to my show today and go, oh. What the hell was I thinking? Yeah. Why did I do this? Wow, I got to stop saying, um, wow, I, okay, oh, I was rude to that person. I should have cut that person off. Why did that person even make air? So, and, and I'll make those notes and then, and then it's off to Mars. Yeah. You know, it's okay, let it go. Yeah. Try to, thankfully, she goes to bed at 10, so I, I get to do all this after she goes to sleep. Yeah. Um, but yeah, don't be afraid to fail. And I, I think some, I think a lot of people are afraid to fail. And, and, what you should be afraid of is not knowing why. Yeah. So, because those victories are great. Yeah. And don't expect it, but you try for it. That's your goal. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, when you walk into that with that that amount of fearless, like, hey, I'm going to do this, and either it's going to be great or it's going to suck. Yeah. <laughs> but whatever, I'm going to do it. Yeah. You know, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to ask the chick to dance with me. Yeah. And either she's going to say no, or she's going to slap me, or she's <laughs> going to kick me in the groin, or she says yes. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Done. Yeah. I'm going to ask for, I'm going to ask for, uh, 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 I'm going to ask for a, uh, a raise. Yeah. And either I'm going to be told no, or I'm going to be told why, or yeah. I'm going to be told yes. What's the worst that could happen? Right. Yep. Yep. Um, I've gotten into a lot of great arguments. And my fallback has always been I just asked why. I just asked a question. Yeah. That's all I have. Why did you it? I was curious. That's why people ask questions. That's why I, I just wanted to know why. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. That's that's it. That's the best I got. Awesome. That sucked. <laughs> it was not. It Awful. did not suck. Do not be afraid to the fail. The dog is actually sleeping. <laughs> that's how bad it was. Do not be afraid to fail. Nate Shellman, thank you for being on the show. No problem. Man.